Welcome to episode 40, the big 4-0 of the Virgin Heresy podcast. My name is Jody and with me as always, well, tonight's special because it's just the two of us. Um, I won't cut in any cheesy music, but tonight it's just myself and... Don't, don't, I said no cheesy music, Christopher. Good God. Spoil the intro, <laughs> why don't you? <laughs> Instead of me doing it for once. Um, yep. No, it's just myself and my lovely co-host, Christopher. How are you doing, Chris? Well, I'm quite all right. A bit warm, but... Yeah, it's summer, you know. It's summer. We can't complain because at some point it'll be winter soon, and then we will complain because yeah, well, as you know, winter is coming. Uh, I set you up for that one. I I can't even be ashamed of uh, of myself for doing that. I just have to acknowledge that it's done. Um, I should really be ashamed for falling for it. (laughs) You should. You should. So let's just hang on. Let's just go to the box of shame together and leave it at that. Um, So, yes, it's episode 40. Uh, But before we crack on with talking about what's been happening in our worlds and what's going on with tonight's episode, let's get some social medias out of the way. Follow us on Facebook. Come and give us a like and support the uh, podcast page there. Keep up to date with all of our uh, sort of major updates, our new episodes as they drop, and, of course, the night raffle. Um, You can also follow our or join not follow, join. I'm thinking, I've just been looking on Instagram way too much recently. You can join the uh, Varangian Heresy podcast group and we froth in there. We put work in progress pictures up, people show their projects, general chat and, you know, gumph and all that sort of stuff. Occasionally we tweet. We're on the Twitter uh, at Varangian Heresy. Um, we have Instagram and that is at Varangian Heresy. And yes, Chris, before you even say it, at some point I will sort out the email address and the password <laughs> so that you can get access to it as well. So don't worry, I'll fix it. Uh, most importantly, however, is our email address, thevarangianheresy at gmail.com. Why is it the most important? Well, because that's how you guys can get involved in the show most easily. Uh, you can drop us your list for fluff reviews uh, and general sort of... I don't know, CNC, comments and criticisms if you want them, but we're really, really interested in hearing what your fluff is for your stories. So shout us out and let us know what's going on. Why is your army the way it is? Is your praetor a a traitor turned loyalist or a loyalist turned traitor? What is their backstory? You know, what is their star sign? All that sort of jazz. Uh, Do you have any ideas about um, topics you'd like us to talk about? Drop us an email with some info and let us have a look at it. Um, do you do you want to get involved? Do you want to come on the show yourself? Shout out your event. Give us some feedback on an event you've gone to. Anything. Just get in touch. We'd love to have you on there. We love having our listeners on and ha- doing our listener episodes is a hell of a lot of fun. Um, I was almost I was almost going to say that if you have a podcast that you're planning to do in the future and want to come on and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we seem to be having that sort of effect on people. Um, yeah, but, and just just be aware that there are apparently too many podcasts that put out content for free. Yeah. So we can't really recommend you to do it because that might lessen one or two people's personal experience, and we can't have that, can we? Dear God, there is too much in life for free. Yeah, there's too much free stuff that people do for the love of the hobby. Yeah, let's just let that settle for a second, Chris. We should bow our heads in shame for doing what we do for free yeah. in our own time for fun. Yeah. 
Okay, done. Um, that was too much like hard work. Um, so yes, get, basically get in touch, have a laugh, have some fun, and be part of the podcast. Be part of the podcast community, and you know, be part of making thirty k bigger and better around the world. So that's that little bit of fluff and intro out of the way. Let's talk about what's on tonight's episode because it's a big one. Uh, it is one of our army specials, our army armies in focus, and tonight it is the route. The Space yep. Wolves. Vilka Federica. The, pe- the, the people who claim that there's no magic should be used and then use lots of it all the time. <laughs> it's because not magic. It's, it's weird or whatever it's called. It's, it's... the same shit. <laughs> and to be fair, they should be they should be sanctioned by the Emperor. Yeah, but they'd have to shoot themselves in the foot then and that just gets confusing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> who do you send, who, who do you send uh, to kill the executioners when the executioners fuck up? Um, they commit sebaku. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a hell of a it's a hell of a thing to think about. And yeah, to be fair, I am way more positive uh, towards them in the interview because that's pre-recorded. <laughs> that's can... pre-recorded. Now you can just get it all out of your system. <laughs> no, but I don't really mind them. I just think they're a bit of a hypocrites and should be sanctioned. Fair enough. Uh, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. However, um, we do have the uh, the wonderful Mr. Lex Head on. Uh, you may know him from Crusade and Heresy, generally bantering around heresy events in the UK, and he's been over here to Sweden as well. Um, and a previous episode as well. And previous, I was getting there. I was getting there. Hold your horses now. Calm those. Calm that pack of wolves you got building there. Uh, yes, he's. Oh. he's <laughs> Rar, oh god! Yeah, he's been, he's been, he's been, uh, he's a part of the community and is infamous around certain corners of uh, said hobby and community. Uh, but he comes on and he's been damn near a lifelong Wolves player. Um, and we talk about our experiences from way back in Rogue Trader all the way through. And we talk about, uh, well, we talk about the Wolves as they are in 30k. And I'm not going to go into it much more because if I do, but there's no real point in you listening to the rest of the episode. To be fair, it's more of an intervention than an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you will get what we mean when Lex starts to talk about his uh, collection. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I almost want to say some people have too much resin, but I think I'd be... I think that would be wrong and a lie because I look around me at what's surrounding me right now and the boxes upon boxes upon boxes upon boxes. To be fair, that's not your resin. Most of it. No, we should really do an update. Apparently, <laughs> do an update on what the resin is for. Yeah, we will definitely do that, actually. So let, let's just sort of babble on. And we can, we, let's talk about hobby stuff, what we've been up to and, and, and that sort of jazz because I can, I can kind of slide into into the, the piles of resin that way. Uh, if that works. Um, so, what have we been doing in the hobby? Shall I? Do you want? Do you want me to go first, or would you like? Yeah, to Yeah, you, you can go first. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, the, the well, you got more important updates with uh, certain charity events that you've been working on. This is true. The the resident resin crack addict that I am, um, I happen to have spent some fantastic time uh, on vacation with uh, Freddie uh, last week. And we finalised the last of uh, the nights for the night raffle. So I now have a nice selection of nights sat here, uh, ready to be built and uh, modelled and everything. So I'm going to have as much fun as I can making them 
as uh, scenic and dramatic as well as obviously practical for gaming and all that sort of jazz but you know gonna go go to town on it for you um which is awesome and i'm, I'm really looking forward to painting the house macabius's colors and it's been rather fun because i've been doing some research into different techniques and stuff so hopefully um i'll be upping my game a little bit more on those uh so well, that's to be fair, hopefully yeah, there will be a coherent house macabius theme and not just hmm, I got eight different ways of painting this color scheme. I'm gonna try one one night each. Um, tempting, <laughs> tempting. No. <laughs> I'm just I, hoping I'm, for the potential winner here. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm I'm going for the very much. I'm gonna paint it all. I'm gonna paint it all in one go, and it's all gonna be the same style, style, tone, and all that sort of jazz. Uh, but mainly, I want to have a bit of fun going on the basic and stuff like that as well, and really try and make things stand out because I think that's really important. Um, so that they look good as well as just being things that you're willing to play on the tabletop so there's that uh, I happen to have um, a secret project or semi-secret project in front of me here um, oh no don't talk about that one what's wrong with that one keep it, keep it down keep it down oh, yeah I don't want to keep it down it's important <laughs> I've spent ages I spent like the last half an hour putting shoulder pads on all these secret projects <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, there. I'm working on something that will be um, an exclusive uh, piece of swag at uh, Scorpius, which is coming up. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit in uh, a little bit after we've gambled or gabbed on about our hobby progress. Um, so I'm working on that right now. Um, I also happen to have a few personal projects on my airbrushing table at the moment. Um, I've got an absolute bucket load of scenery that needs my attention i've got my second secret project for hopefully to be done in time for scorpius um and i've got a ridiculously large amount of tyranids that i am going to be killing myself over getting them done um hopefully as much as i possibly can by uh scorpius and then the rest by scandus because they're a little bit overdue um but i've got a very understanding friend yeah <laughs> A little bit overdue, weren't they? Due last year? <coughs> year before. Um, yeah. But, but on the other hand, he, he's got a new edition to kill people with turnips in. Yeah, which would probably be quite interesting, to be fair. Um, I haven't even looked yeah, at that. But... Might, might, might even be that they are. some of them are too powerful, depending on how you do your list. Well, no, nobody plays games like that, Christopher. Nobody plays no, ways to, be, to be nasty. Not Come at on. all. The, most of the 40k community, not at all. No, exactly. What are we talking about here? Power game. I think I think they had uh, an army with 120 racer wings in, at an event in the US. What you mean, like five storm ravens or something ridiculous like that? Yeah. And, yeah. Or the or the, the one at uh, the doubles tournament at Warhammer World that had basically Magnus and demons and allied with this is what doubles event allied with Nurgle Knights. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, because nothing, nothing says a friendly list like that. And, oh, they won the event. <laughs> See, now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bash 8th because I don't particularly want to start jumping down that bandwagon again on this episode. Um, it's very easy. Um, however, the one thing I am, I am kind of intrigued by is that um, there... there uh, I know probably a lot of the community one way or another knows about mini wargaming and uh, whether you actually follow the guys or if you, you know, are involved or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, it, they do some stuff that I was watching one of the guys 
doing um, a list and I think I think it was for 40k I think it was for 40k uh, which basically it was like a zinch list so it was all about horrors but it was like these I think I might have been age of signal. I can't remember. But basically it's like the the setup is you got the pink horrors, you kill them, they split down into um blue, blue horrors, and then you kill the blue horrors and they split down into brimstone horrors. Yeah. Thing is That's, you can I buy... think that was a forty K list actually. Yeah, it sounds like it. But you can buy brimstone horrors as their own units. Yeah, but why would you be because the demons are basically costed the same, I think. No, they're apparently that if I remember rightly they're cheap. Basically it was like worked out this whole thing this whole list hammering down to like a ridiculous like 120 brimstone demons in a list something ridiculous like that and it just it was just one of those things where i went and yeah that's me done 100 percent. thank you very much goodbye um, yeah and the thing is you can do that but you can't take hoplites or peltasts for a mechanical army not yet no there's no rules for them they, the they're going to drop a codex for it though aren't they uh, well, the Codex, or given that they are a Fortwell unit, you might have to, to wait for Fires of Syraxis, which is the next, next Imperial Armor book. Oh, that would have been good. Then, uh, but then you can take Tanatars as well. Yeah, fair but, point. Uh, but on the other hand, then we probably get the usual people in 40k that says that no Fortwell units should be allowed because they're too broken. Yeah, well, like I said, basically it's just more of a case of <laughs> I can't be doing with this. It's just too much, too much on the whole list thing. No, thank you very much. Moving on. Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, that was sort of hobby related. Loads of loads of building stuff, loads of painting stuff, loads of crazy stuff. And yeah, loads of whinging about 40K done. Thank you very much. And I may have, oh, I have to make a public apology. I said I'd do this, Chris. I have to make a public apology. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just trying to think of, which of the public apologies you're going to do now? <clears throat> yeah, anyway. <laughs> this... <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> this one is about the tyrants. Now, uh, listeners may remember me sort of basically uh, saying, yay, they released the models, but boy, I don't like them. Um, and you know what? I have no, some. 400 of them. No, no I'm going to have like 10. Um, but I do like them. Um, and I'll tell you what the models in hand are gorgeous if i could buy the helmets separately from the kits i would do uh because they are just absolutely gorgeous pieces of kit um the 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 only problem i've got is the um the forge world painting job really didn't do them any favors um at all um, yeah, but we've seen that on a lot of models lately from Fort World, yeah, sadly. But it just, I don't know, if anybody else out there was like me and just went, um, I just went, you know what, the paint just doesn't look right, then they lost business and that's a bad thing. And so I would say, get out there and get them. They're absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, that's what, that was what I was meaning as well. Uh, the, the paint job is there to sell a model. And if the paint job is bad on the website, people will less people will buy them. Yeah, like Ratty McRatface we talked about last time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that, that's that's my public apology. Bit of a bit of a bit of a winch and. On the other hand, Ratty McRatface is a great model for uh, Blood Bowl. This is true, and that's a rather good one. <laughs> um, so yeah, now now I've done my little bit of hobby fluff uh, the flab. What about you, my friend? What have you been up to? Nothing. I've done shit shit all. 
<laughs> Bullshit. I'm sorry, what? And I'm not currently painting uh, uh, Dictator class cruiser for Battlefield Gothic. Not doing that at all, huh? No, no. No, I had to check because I got the Mars class that's next to it is basically the same, just with another gun on the front. <laughs> so you've been having a lot of, you've been having some fun. Come on, tell yeah, everybody I've been, out there. Yeah, I've been old school gaming. Oh yeah. Why can't why can't the modern games be like this? Get off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off, give me back my old gaming. Get off my lawn, you young muggers. Yeah, you whippersnappers. Yeah, young, young, you youngins with your your with your World of Warcraft gaming and all that stuff. To be fair, I've also been playing World of Warcraft. So, <laughs> oh, fuck, we just lost any sort of uh, whatever. Fuck it, we don't have any moral high ground at the best of times. Uh, yeah. It's just yeah. we, we sometimes we come up to the gutter, <laughs> but definitely not today. So, tell us, tell tell us all about what you've been up to, dude. Well, I've been working a lot on. Uh, the past two two weeks, uh, both up to the re- release of and after release of our month for the Golok campaign, which my I, Hydra Anchorage Seven battle station or space station. Yeah. And tying into that one, uh, I decided that since I mentioned that there should be Battlefield Gothic games played for this station, I've been playing Battlefield Gothic just awesome. to promote promote it for myself. So I whipped out my old fleets, and then I divided up with a friend who had some game games. And now I'm repainting the fleet, just because <laughs> I wanted to be up to a better standard and not look like it has been sitting in a box for six years or something. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, um, you, me, Freddy, Jens, lots of people locally here, so we'd be going, plus, mm, yeah, because it's been like, hmm... Battlefleet Gothic, got to get me some of that again, because it's freaking awesome. Yeah, so it helps trying to revamp it all. And uh, in, I had some lovely games. I won most of them. That's awesome. Well, I did won all, win all of them, but because my friend didn't really get the no, no, note on, get the memo on, try to disable the Apocalypse class battleship first. Because if that gets into close combat, or close combat within 30 centimeters of another ship, it basically deletes that ship. Aha. So. I played about a thousand point point aside games. It was quite interesting. And if anyone wants to, I could actually mention what exactly we played for lists. Yeah. Well. If anyone even remembers this game. Well, do it because we promote. <laughs> it's part. It's part of our month in Gol- with Golok. Exactly. And. Uh, You've also done some other stuff for the for this month as well, haven't you? Yeah, but I'm going to start with lists. Yeah, go through okay. that, and then, then we'll talk about we'll talk about that in a minute. Yep, I got an admiral admiral with re rolls for this is my friend's list, and he had a dictator class cruiser, which is a, a ship with uh, flight decks and macro batteries, a Mars class battle cruiser, which got uh, macro batteries, flight decks, and it got the Nova cannon as well. So that was his admiral ship because that was its most advanced ship. Yep. Then a Tyrant class cruiser, which is basically, you know, those uh, that kind of ship of the line that basically just uh, sped uh, in between the enemy line, the enemy ships, and uh, bombarded both sides at once. Yep. That's that's the kind of ship that one is. Cool. And then he had some uh, escort squadrons with Cobra strike vessels, uh, just Cobra strike vessels. There's quite nice uh, small uh, torpedo boats. Yeah. 
It sounds very awesome. And then we had your list. Um, yeah, my list, which uh, has a bit less capital ships because I had a battleship instead of just cruisers. Yeah. And if someone listens, these are not technically following the fleet lists in the books, but there is a page in the book that basically says if you don't like the rules with having exact fleet lists, play what you want. So we did, because it was fun. <laughs> Which it should be. Yeah, but it it is uh, more or less correct, because why stray too far away from the... Yeah, yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, tweak it a little bit. You know, exactly. Slap, slap exactly. some spoilers and some nitrous oxide in there, but you know, don't go too crazy. Exactly. So I had an Apocalypse-class battleship, which is yeah, I think it's. I did upload a photo on our Facebook page yesterday. Yeah. Or day before, depending on when this goes out. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's my. Four, there's the four cruisers and the battleship. Mm-hmm. And the battleship is the large one. They're really a lot of large one with. That basically can do broadsides of 12 launch shots a turn. Is that the ridiculously gigantic long one that looks like it's four ships sort of mashed together? Yep. Yeah, I'm That's... just looking at it now and going, how the hell does that thing... Oh, wait, it's space. And then I had a... That was a ship that was released uh, post-book releases. So yeah. it's basically a magazine release ship, which is a Jovian class. And that's the, that's one with uh, that only has flight decks and uh, lances on top of it. That's dorsal lances and extra flight decks. So it only has flight decks. And that's just basically saying, oh... Your ship is cute over there. Let me visit it with squadron after squadron after squadron of bombers. Oh, oh, that's pretty. Bye. They only, so you only have four defense turrets. Hmm. So you negate four of my <laughs> four of my bombers, and you can take the the other what was it eight, ten of them as damage. Ouch. <laughs> and then I had some hunter class destroyers. And the worst part is, uh, since the mission we played uh, had us had my fleet anchored around the space station. Yeah. Uh, they basically part of my fleet could uh, well started on a patrol, and the other ones just started anchored in high orbit around the space station, around the planet, and they had to take a command check to actually move. Yeah. And one of my small escort squadrons with the hunter destroyers never got to move before they were killed by the enemy because they failed their command check and just sat there waiting to be torpedoed to death sounds it sounds a bit like the opening uh, opening minutes of calf <laughs> just going, nope nope we're not shooting it. wait what oh crap pretty much ah. but we had some fun games uh, it was good to play battlefield gothic again and it really revamped my interest for the game yeah and i hope they are gonna re-release it there's been talk there's been talk. I mean, we, yeah. we, you and I have talked about it off air about um, obviously th- those who know um, who know the game, uh, who know who was involved as uh, Andy Chambers uh, yep. was the main driving force behind it, uh, the original version. And um, well, why don't you take the story from there, Chris? Because you I mean you're the one who, who talked about it with me first of all. Well, um, he's also the guy behind uh, the new game, Drop Fleet Commander. And that was so, uh, that was sort of in discussion. That was kind of what Drop Fleet Commander has become is is pretty much where the direction they wanted to kind of take Battlefleet Gothic in. 
which is as far kind as I could awesome. with, without the IP though. So. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but it, on the other hand, the ships are beautiful. The mm-hmm. fluff is fun for for Battlefield Command as well. But I I just want a re-release of Battlefield Gothic so I can get whole of more ships. Because <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at eBay right now and dear Christ Almighty, they are. I not know cheap. that Alpha, I know that Alpha Spell got uh, an incomplete. Uh, uh, Emperor class cruiser for about fifty five pounds, I think it is. Uh, and it's not like for sixty euros to be cheap. <laughs> no, well, the part that you need is basically something that you have to cost yourself if you find a find one, because you can't buy that part anywhere. Uh, and it's one of the tail fins that makes up the side of the engine. Blimey! See now, this is what uh, I, I, I'll admit. I, I played Battle, Battlefleet Gothic back in the day. Um, enjoyed it. I just hated playing against Eldar um, because Hollow Fields. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you thought my frigate or cruiser or battleship was over there? No, it isn't. It's right behind you and firing all its torpedoes and lasers. Yep. yep. Because fuck you, I'm Eldar. Because. Yeah, I'm Eldar. Uh, fuck you guys. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I, so yeah. But that's what part of what I've been doing, trying to revamp Battlefield Gothic on my own. Yeah, one man and crusade. I, yeah, but I continue working on it, and it seems like a lot, uh, some other people are interested. Oh so. yes, we are. Exactly. So it might be coming as a fun game to an event in the future, but we'll see what happens and if it, the interest is good enough. Otherwise. Yeah. We're just going to play for fun. In other words, gentlemen, start your gothic engines, because you never know what might happen. Or if you're not interested and have ships, contact me. <laughs> or me. Or anybody. <laughs> no, Jody don't, Jody don't need ships. I need more ships. Shut up. <laughs> you got a Dauntless Class Light Cruiser, so that's good enough for you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Anyway, uh, so what else? you didn't just play Battlefield, though. No, I thought while we were playing Battlefield, we should play some boarding with some Mortalis as well. And this was uh, actually quite a relevant piece of um, yep, uh, piece of gaming for, as well because I I also wrote a new or a second mission for our Golok campaign. Awesome. So do you want to uh, do you want to do a yeah. quick? Should we kind of filter into the update on that, or is there more hobby that you want to talk about first? Uh, no, I've only been working on the base and writing uh, in addition to my ships. So there's not not more, much more hobby there. Cool. So should we should we sort of saunter on into the uh, the next part, which is the the so what the update on the Gullock on the Gullock campaign yep. from Aaron? Because you you're bringing the updates, you're bringing the candy to the candy store and all that sort of jazz. Just gonna see if I there it is. Uh, since Andrew Hollis was gracious enough to upload the mission to the OS30K site. Thank you, Mr. Hollis, as, sir. As well as uh, it it is also in the Gullock group. And people will probably have seen it by now, but I'm mentioning it if, in case people want to play it. Yep. And uh, it's the Investigate the Hesiod, and that's a ship mentioned in the original piece of fluff I put out at the beginning of the month. Yep. That's the fourth Legion cruiser, a uh, fri- uh, frigate, not just floating in a bay, <laughs> what do we call it? A, Open void? A, a, well, it's, it's, it's a steadily, uh, what, decreasing... Degrading, uh, uh, degrading Yeah, orbit. degrading creating orbit and probably will in the next 300 years crash into the atmosphere of the planet. So a bit of time, but still, you know, move, move your ass. But it's currently technically ripping itself apart due to gravitic pull from the planet. 
useful. Yeah. So I'm going to just read a bit of it from the site because that's easier. Yeah. Uh, start with the fluff. That is basically log resumes panicked crewmen. It, the station just materialized out of nowhere. Astartes. Get a reading on it now. Alarm sounds in the background. Ship commander are recording the broadcast. Servitor negative. Data corrupted. On general and legion broadcast, this is the Hesiod. We are orbiting the gas giant known as Hestia. A space station materialized in orbit three hours Terran standard ago. We are investing. Data corrupted. A note is clutched in the hands of a crewman. It seems to have manu manual data entry for the log. We investigated the appearance of the station. No database matches. All attempts to contact or board the station have failed. Beware the poisoned arrows of Hydra. And it's signed by ship commander Oakron. So that is built to, to be built more on that quote that's in the fluff. So now we're going to basically, after this battle, you will... There might just be a bit of an update at the end of the month with, with, the, with the information, actually. What the, what the hell happened to this? And if you want to put some guesses, you got our email, you know, vranzianheresy at gmail.com. Crack yep. on. Have a guess. <laughs> so this is basically a sta quite standard Sun Mortalis with some twists. So you use the uh, up to 1,000 points per player. So you have to agree, obviously. And then the, com the combatant, Sun Mortalis Force Station Charge, so that's a, an HQ and a troop. And this is to represent a sword force teleporting aboard the Hesiod to examine the derelict frigate stratagem point. Frigate stratagem point will be generated as part of some mortality rules. So you get... I'm just going to mention it here, so you don't have to look it up if you listened to this before you <laughs> play the game. Uh, you get one to, this, to start and one per 500 points of, of force. So if you have 998 points in your force, you will only get one extra. Just to make that important remark. If you have exactly a thousand points, you'll get two extra, and it can be useful because you will get uh, to use the upgrades void hard hardened armor on your infantry. Yeah, that's what breachers come with standard and heavy support can take anyway. Yep. But you can upgrade any infantry with it, and you can get uh, deep strike teleportation on terminators and breachers. That's very useful. <laughs> and you can and you can take the stratagem more than once because it would be silly if you didn't want to run breachers and couldn't take void out an armor or if you yeah. play another army than space marines this is true because that would be very sucky and the only way to get reserves in this mission because you can't just wander on as you can in normal summer missions is with the deep strike teleportation so this means that uh, you will get bonuses depending on what you actually use for certain armies can actually get deep strike in other ways through teleportation but those can upgrade with perhaps without an armor instead nice I like the thinking there just giving it a bit of option yeah giving giving some uh, <laughs> some fun some fun thinking opportunities and some uh, interesting uh, interesting choices there yeah and uh, basically, a table is set up so you get a few corridors leading to the bridge, and the the log is what you're after. It's on the bridge. Uh -huh. So basically, make it to the bridge, get the log, get off, and get get to your deployment zone. Yeah. So get get the hell out of dodge. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Because the entire 
table, you got some Warzone traits, and that is the Summertalent Special Rules, the usual rules, with yep. the additions therein. Uh, night Fighting, Cold wo- Void, which means that uh, you get basically every most re- shooting weapons are rending, and there's some other rules you should look up in the... I think it, those are in Betrayal, or if there are in the compendium the Forge World released, because there really should be a sorted compendium with the rules for Sermortalis. I'm sure that, you know what, when they release a new rule set, I'm kind of hoping somebody's going to thought, hey, maybe we should put this somewhere important and easy to access uh-huh. in the new rule book. Hoping. Yep. Hoping. <laughs> hoping. Anyway, yep. Sorry, Actually, Co- Cold Void gives uh, all weapons of, and attacks of strength of four or higher gain the running special rules, unless you unless your target has the harder armor or void harder armor, so that's what's what important. Ooh, nice. uh, then uh, all rending weapons get that already have rending get the f- on random five and six unless you have those special rules. So that's still pretty damn tasty. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's why I wanted it in because it's fluffy. Yeah, I just like the and, thought of a fury of the legion attack going out with that or something. Yeah, just wait. Then you have right. the then you have the lovely thing that uh, killed my army during playtesting. Oh, which is. The catastrophic damage table is supposed to be used each round, and that's when you roll off. Well, each uh, player rolls a die at the beginning of each turn, and then you add them up, and then you look at the table what happens. <laughs> so, how dead are we? To, how dead are we this turn, Jim? <laughs> well, it goes uh, from uh, basically no effect to crap. That there might be some electric surges that uh, makes them. Uh, well, electric surges is, that opens the closest doors in terms of light, so it's not night vision that light fighting that that round or something like that. There are a few different tables. I should recommend using those out of book three. I think it is. Yeah. But I rolled one. I used the one with uh, basically representing a quake on ship. It's yeah. It, it is also can also be launch strike. It's basically the same thing, just slightly different special rules on them. Yeah. But since I I played uh, Secretarii and they are not that strong. Oh, this is the one that you, you mentioned this before about where you had to take a strength test, right? Yeah. I, oh. Well, you have a, every model on the table must pass a strength test or be removed as a casualty. Ouch. Yeah, and I was winning because I had uh, the token for the log. And then uh, basically the ship crumpled around my troops. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. But it was really fun. Defeat, was really from, fun. defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. By the, was really the, fun. The, the, the that's ship falling apart. Part. That's pretty awesome. I like that. Yeah, and that's... Uh, I don't mind, because it was fun. Yeah. Oh, that's it how it not, should be, shouldn't it? Yeah, it, it wasn't uh, like a one-sided game where the opponent won because he built a better... Not even built a better list, because the game favoured his list. Yeah. It's, not, it's nice it. to have random effects in. Yeah. And it worked, and it went for... It was a fun game, and that's the most important thing, I think. Yeah. I don't care. I don't mind losing if it's fun. If it, if it plays to the story of the of what you're doing, or as you say, and if it's fun, it's always it's always good to. Yeah. Uh, and to I should also mention that this over. entire mission is just made for fun, because if the table can kill you if you roll bad bad with your dice, it's uh, not something that you can plan for. Yeah, there's no no list hammering to uh, sort of cancel out the table. The 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 dice roll going. No, we're just gonna make you 
do all this and oh look everybody failed a strength test you did yeah yep. on the other hand if you do want to sheet, sheet in brackets just take a list with a lot of high strength units and watch your opponent punch you in the face yeah. <laughs> I do not condone. I do not condone violence, but what happens between people is not up to me. Yes, and and please, 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 don't physically, actually physically assault your opponent across the table. That that would be no, wrong. Walk around the table because the minis are precious. Okay, I wasn't going for that angle, but I like your thinking, Chris. Yep, <laughs> think about the resin. Always think about the resin. Um, well, joke very... aside, don't punch people, but please play the mission. And if you like it or if you hate it, please tell me. Yeah, drop us a drop because, us an email. Because the mission itself isn't supposed to be super competitive. It's supposed to be for fun. Yeah. And if you want to make it more competitive, remove the catastrophic damage table and you don't have the, the random rules. Yeah. And there's something we should we need to sort of mention and update now because um, we are actually going to be doing a little bit of competition for our month. Yep. And what we're going to be doing is because because we love the fluff and that's important to us we are going to do something that's fluff related so we've done this I say we've done this before it was done last year for Lincoln yep. uh, Freddie Freddie put this out through the eye of Horace and um, <coughs> and um, <coughs> technically you could say we kept it in the family but we weren't really doing the podcast at that point uh, I but, really um, like my dormitory I'm just going to mention it I really like my dormitory so Chris won it last year uh, but basically what we're asking you guys to do is do a fluffy battle write up of I mean, your, I'm, I'm just going to mention it games. so Chris you're going to explain how we're going to do this yeah, I'm just going to mention this first uh, it wasn't anyone really in our close community that did the judging, it was the Iron Forest guys. So if you want to accuse anyone of nepotism, accuse those guys. Well, blame the Australians. It's how we, we it's how the British have done it for years. So, yep. um, you know, feel free to blame, blame the Australians. Um, and blame the prison colony. That's, yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying not to offend everybody this evening, so I'm, I'm going to avoid with that shtick. Well, but... I think it was, was, was called a Norfolk Island, something outside of Australia, which was the prison colony for the prison colony. Yeah, Tasmania, right? Isn't that what it was? No, that that was actually another well, island that's, that was. That's just, even worse. Yeah, so if you were, there were people basically committing suicide instead of going there when they were sentenced. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, go Britain. We did we did good things for the world. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, you moving created on. the US. Shut up. <laughs> hey, not everybody gets everything right all of the time, um, and even they're, the they're doing they're doing pretty well over there. Let's not knock the guys. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk about what we're after. Yeah. Chris, you explain how we're going to do this. Yeah, uh, we're going to basically run it through thirty k because we want some battle reports for your games in the well uh, in and around SEC Hydra or Hydra if you want to be more less candid about it. And there's been, there's been, there's been a, quite a few battle reports. Well, there's not really been any battle reports. There have been a lot of skirmish reports, and they just say A beat B or B beat A, basically. And it's a bit boring, so we want to, to do a little bit of a competition. And if you log a battle report, uh, I have written a count of your battle on OS30K, which you can do with the battle report report button instead of the skirmish report. You get uh, a chance to win... What was it? The, Term the Terminator Librarian, was it? Yep, we've got the Forgeworld Terminator Librarian, um, the the very special one, which uh, 
the lovely model, absolutely gorgeous model. Um, the one that molests uh, blood litter. Yeah, that's basically got something crawling out of his arm. Um, yep. And that is going up as the prize. And we have set a, a sort of time frame around this because we are aware it's towards the end of July. Um, and the plan is that we are going to give you guys up until the weekend of Scorpius. So that's the 12th and the 13th. That's, so the end of that yeah, weekend. It's the mid of uh, August. Yep. Yeah, to actually go in and log these uh, log these battle reports. Yep. Now, you know, you use it much more than I do, Chris. So can you kind of, um, if people have already done sort of skirmish reports, can they go back and, and do a battle report? I sh I think so, or they just have to re-log a second one with the same results. But I think we should actually talk to Andrew Hollis and maybe put a statement in the call group about that specific We can do concern. that, for sure. Because it's I can say that I think it can be done, but it's not really my side, so I can't really... Make it a guarantee that it works, so it's big. But we—that's what we want to see happening. Is we want to see those things. Yeah. Up. We want we want to log them. We want them logged at OS 30k for the competition, just to make it easy—not just for us, but to make them in the campaign and we and to make it possible for other people to read them, not just us. Yeah. But we we don't mind if you also email them to our email. Yeah. Because then we can read them a lot easier and to see. And get the notification immediately when they're sent in instead of looking manually, which I do currently several times a day on also the key anyway. Uh, that's good because you'll be probably doing it for us anyway. So, you know, just say. Yep. yep. <laughs> As you said, there's a bit of competition. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. And uh, you can yeah. win a prize. So if and you... we will... Uh, do the choosing of the winner live or well quote unquote live on our recordings anyway in the future we will yeah we'll be because the plan is when we we give you guys time to write everything up and then we'll be doing an event uh, event wrap-up episode post scorpius at which point the plan is to actually put the um put the winner out at that time so as soon as you get them done sooner the better Get them up on there as you go along. Play the battles, play the new mission, play some Battlefleet Gothic, go creative, have some fun, and you could win yourself a prize. And so, if you don't have Battlefleet Gothic book, books or uh, ships, pretend while you're playing Droplet, Com Droplet Commander. <laughs> because it's it's the better version of the same game, apparently. Well, you heard it here first. Well, well, that's also according to the one who wrote it. Yeah, but he knows his shit, so I'm not going to... Andy, on the other Chambers, hand, Andy he, Chambers knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. In this case, he's also incredibly biased. <laughs> yeah, well, I could, I could forgive him that, personally. I think we yeah. could all forgive him that. Um, so, that's that. Let's just pop on and talk about the new stuff. And what's new this week is the uh, Legion Sikoran Punisher Assault Tank. Because yay. <laughs> okay, let's let's get this out of the way. You and I are very are kind of divided over this, as in there's a love and there's a kind of a love hate thing going on here. But we both agree there is a lot of potential for this model. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to ask, what's what are your thoughts on this, Chris? Because uh, yeah, what do you think? I don't mind the rules. 
Yeah. I'm going to start with that. Okay. Uh, it might be a bit hindering if you want a rending that you can't shoot the next turn, but on the other hand, yeah, they could have probably added some shots like the Stormlord got, but that's a super heavy. It shouldn't be that effective shooting-wise. Yeah. Uh, with the rending, but uh, I think it's fine. It's good for armies, even though you can probably get the same amount of fire out of a tactical squad or more. Uh, a tactical squad isn't as flexible, and if you're doing a theme, themed army where you don't really take tactical squads, you get a cool tank instead. This is true. Yeah. So rules-wise, I like it. Model-wise. For that reason. Well, they could have made something other than a Sikaran with a Tau turret on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I very much love this tank. Um, I am, however, in agreement with Chris that... It, it just looks a little bit off because it literally just feels like somebody's glued a Punisher cannon on a on a swing arm um, to yeah. the top of a Sikaran, and that just doesn't feel very Marine to me. No. Marine stroke Mechanicum, you know. But how do you like the rules? I love them. Yeah. I love them. I think I think it's great. I think it's for me. It actually kind of meets a. It kind of meets a need in my head that it doesn't require you don't requ you don't require a super heavy to take a, a tank with a huge amount of fire output uh, mm -hmm. and I love the Sakaran chassis I think it's a beautiful chassis in general um, and you've got the options for sponsons on there as well um, you can take the heavy bolters and make it a real, uh, a real infantry machine yeah and that that I think is really cool. I think that's something that has been missing from the Marine Army, and it makes sense for it to exist. Mobile uh, firepower power base, firepower. Yeah, base. a mass fire mo mobile firepower base, um, a fast one basically, uh, because this then makes me think about the armored armored breakthrough. Is that right? Is it armored breakthrough? The I think we had this discussion before, and I couldn't figure figure it out. It's one of those armored. It's the the arm, <laughs> yeah the, the whole tank, which I think is armored uh, armored breakthrough. Somebody is probably screaming. Several of you are probably screaming it, going, "You fucking idiot!" It's the other one. Um, but, but to be fair, everyone listening to a podcast, no matter which podcast it is, does the exact same thing when someone might have something wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm just making sure that people know that, <laughs> that we we know it's happening. Um, <laughs> And basically, it fits a role in that because uh, you, obviously you've got predators, you've got to take the predators as troops. But then you've got something which you, if you think you're going to end up against, like oh I don't know, a mass militia army or something along those lines, and or you know you want to start being able to cull through large amounts of of um, troops. This fits the bill perfectly. I want three of them. I do. I want three of them. I I kind of want three of them. And the ability to swap the turrets out so I can have uh, standard Sikarans as well. And, you know, have Imagine that sort if of they a... were in a squadron where you could mix the turrets. That, well, that, that could be a distinct possibility. Uh, if you look at the um, the way that Forge World have released it, they've released the Sikaran, uh, the standard Sikaran, and this one as a as a bundle deal. Yeah, but they usually bundle new new stuff with something old to sell the old stuff. True. I just I, I don't know. I've just got a little bit of hope, which I know is dangerous. Um, but it would be nice to see that. It would be. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's true. It would just be nice to see that. Should we discuss the design of it? 
a bit more. Yeah, let's because I know this is a bugbear on your behalf, and I, I'm with you on this. Uh, but I, I, um, I, I, I reckon um, I could change what's there easier for me. Yeah, I, I could as well. I'm just talking about the base design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it, man. Go for it. And uh, that's the turret. I get that it's space science, so it doesn't really matter. That it's no really no recoil dampening on it. But that's not what bothers me. Basically, it's a small round turret with a gun attached, attached on a really flimsy arm next to it and a small ammo box for a Gatling gun. Just doesn't feel right. No. And then you got the, you know, the, the thought about it actually doesn't look like it's supposed to be on that tank. Because it doesn't fit the lines of a Sikern. And I'm going to just mention this. The round tower turret on the regular Sikern works because the guns make it look square. The, the profile of the, gun, of the guns change the turret enough to make it not, look, not just look like a, half a, tower, a part of a tower drone with a gun tacked onto it. Yeah. But as you said, it could be changed quite easily. You could probably build a new turret and put the gun in it. Yep, do that, put it in it, square out the, the actual turret as it is, remount it, you know, whatever. There's there's options for sure. Um, and I, I like that as a possibility. Yeah. I would really like to know what they were thinking when they designed it. And not in a way of what were they thinking, but more of a... I'm interested in knowing what their ideas were, was with going with this design. Because it feels a bit... What was the off. rationale behind it, you mean? Yeah, it feels a bit off compared to everything else. Just because how the gun is mounted. Yeah. But as we've said, it's the rules are decent. We could modify the turret, so it's why not get one? Yeah, uh, or, or three in my case. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm not always. I'm not only negative. I can actually explain what I don't like as well. Yeah, it can be constructive. Constructive criticism, Chris. That's yeah. all it is. It's not negativity. Yeah. It's constructive yeah, it's, criticism. It's yeah. It's more of. Why did they go down this design path? Because I would love to know, because maybe then I could understand why it looks like it does. Yeah. And maybe then I could, would be fine with it. Yeah. And that, and there we are. That that could be the whole thing. Uh, it's, an, it's an interesting thing to find out, if anybody knows. You know, if you've got a secret know-how or, uh, you know, uh, underground link to wherever this stuff is planned, please tell us, because it would be really interesting. Um, I, would, yeah. I would personally genuinely like to know. Um, so hit us up with that info. Um, so there is that and yeah that was all the the new stuff out this week um, because you know at the end of the day they, they, they drip feed us with uh, yeah, this, the whole this was stuff. quite odd because this one wasn't released on a Friday was it no this was didn't this come out on a Thursday uh, no was it was Wednesday like midweek mid -week just just appeared out of nowhere yeah which is a bit of a surprise but hey yeah, you know especially since they, since they really only teased the missile launcher one mm. on the uh, on the commute site, but uh, they did tease this one with a 40k ad on Fortwell's uh, Facebook page. Yeah. With, we, we, I'm not really sure why they had to qualify that the Sun was an evil newspaper, but... Ah, you know, it helps. Yeah. It helps. Qualifying that yeah. stuff always helps. Most people know that. True, but... <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't argue that one, Chris, but still, it's always nice to uh, just get it out there. Um so yeah let's have a think uh, no I think that's about it for uh, what we need to go through on the intro um, yep. do you think of anything else 
uh, I might have said stuff in the, the next part of the episode that I will regret because I have to make a space, uh, space wolf now. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> but that's okay. You can you can live with regret. Hindsight is twenty twenty and all that jazz. Um, <laughs> so what I would say is, however, we are going to play a tune uh, because uh, we have uh, a time of recording. We we've. Uh, recently found out that we lost um, a musician that um, and it's more of a generational thing um, that the lead singer of Lincoln Park sadly took his own life um, and it's important to, to note that uh, obviously stuff like this is very very serious um, if, you, if you are in any way shape or form feeling in any way shape or form that that is something you need to, to uh, or are dealing with in your life please go and talk to people about it talk to yeah. people who know what they're talking about because it's very important uh, but we just wanted to play some music as a little bit of a tribute to that and hopefully we've picked the right tune that ties in a little bit with our theme but mainly because it's just a bit, of fun, a bit of a fun tune and you guys get to enjoy so I think with that we'll head on out to our musical break and we will be right back with the Space Wolves, the Route, the Vilka Fenrika, and our special guest Lex. So we'll be right back. Complex hybrid dialect now Detect the mesh of many elements compressed down The melting pot of a super futurist style The combination of a vocal caress With lungs that gasp for breath From emotional stress with special effects In a distorted collage Carefully lies between beats of a rhythmic barrage It's going down A logical progression on the timeline The separation narrowed down to a fine line To plug the edges so they blend together properly Take you on an audible odyssey Now it's going down Put it out for the world to see and X-Men did the 10th degree Nobody in the world is safe when we knock down the wax in your record grave. Put it out for the world to see. LP and X-Men did the 10th degree. Nobody in the world is safe when we knock down the wax in your record grave. Again it is, composed sentences, altogether venomous The four elements of natural force Projected daily through the sound of the source Everybody on board as we blend The sword with the pen The mightiest of weapons swinging right for the chin To elevate mental states long gone with the wind To defend men from shoddy imitation pretends It's going down, style assimilation Readily, trekking through the weaponry Of a pure pedigree, cleverly Seeing through whatever is ahead of me Whatever the weather be, we advance steadily It's going down, subterrestrial hot Around regiment is calling the shot an execution of collaborative plots Ready to bring the separation of style to a stop It's going down A logical progression on the timeline The separation narrowed down to a fine line To blur the edges so they blend together properly Taking on an audible odyssey Now it's going down Put it out for the world to see LP and X-Men did the 10th degree Nobody in the world is safe When we knock down the wax in your record grave Put it out for the world to see LP and X-Men did the 10th degree Nobody in the world is safe when we knock down the wax in your record cream. Next game, I'm about to blast off 
for one of our um, I want to say legendary more like infamous army <laughs> focuses and tonight we are focusing on the wolves the boys of Fenris uh, Russ's posse however you want to call them I'm sure they've got a designation but nobody really overly cares about it because they are just widely known as the executioners they may be the sixth legion but they will always be known as the executioners um, and with us tonight we have a guest uh, a man who is infa- most definitely infamous in many circles. Um, you've, we've had him here on the show before. Long-time personal friend of mine, Mr. Lexhead. How are you doing, buddy? Evening, mate. I'm good. Um, thank you for the wonderful, wonderful introduction there. Appreciate that. Um, good to be welcome. back. Yeah, it's good to have you back, man. It's good to have you back. Um, how is how is life treating you in general with you know heresy and and you know fortune and stuff? Um, I have an eight foot dining table uh, in front of me currently covered in plastic resin and wine bottles um the Ooh, last wine bottles. Bits, uh, absolutely uh, um uh, but which which is currently um half of it is 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 stuff which is built painted and undercoated uh, and the other half is 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 bits <laughs> I, I, because i need more um more stuff for my for my route um and i need more infantry um so the the 50 60 infantry which i've got already uh, half of which I think is Terminators, um, just isn't enough. So, um, yeah. Uh, it never is. It never is enough. So, so basically, you've, um, you've shot your load over your kitchen table, is what you're saying. Hey, wait, wait. Dining room, please. Sorry, dining room table. I, I apologise. You did did qualify the classy bit at the beginning. You have So you've That's shot your load over your dining table there mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. Are, are enjoying it greatly with, apparently, epic amounts of wine. Uh, as is right and proper. I don't know. They, it, it should have been mead. Like wine seems very, it's very like third third legion here. If if I get the like the sharpie out and just write mjod on the front of my bottle, does that count? Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. fair enough. <laughs> you can do that unless you've got any of the old uh, monyak, like the old monyak mead, the proper stuff before they, you know, started putting crap in it. We do have a bottle of it somewhere. See, yeah. perfect. It's what you need to hook yourself up with, man. It's what you need to hook yourself up with. Mm, good so, good do you want to just give our listeners who are maybe joining for the first time or have um, mm. heard uh, had you on uh, listen to the podcast where we've had you before, but just give them a quick heads up of who you are and sort of what you oh Jesus Christ hiccups you do in the uh, heresy community at large. 
Um, so contrary to popular belief, I am not Jesus Christ. Um, just got a hairstyle. My name is Alex. Um, I run Crusade and Heresy for my sins um, uh, Facebook page, which has just topped 3,000 people, which seems very, very weird as it was just a place for me to put pictures of my toy soldiers up. Um, and, and then the weekend has happened and then people happened and then Keen happened. Um, and yeah, so um, I've been I've been playing 40K since uh, Rogue Trader um, and uh, have been... Uh, Playing Wolf since Second Ed, and uh, I'm just enjoying uh, this sort of renaissance of uh, gaming that we're having at the moment. It's great. Um, all the scenery, all the stuff, um, all the things going on. So many, so many tournaments. So much, so much involvement from everybody. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. So, um, yeah, just being happy that I can bimble around the country, um, roll some dice, roll dice really badly, and still win games. It's where it's at. You got to teach Freddie that trick, though, right? <laughs> right. see, if I teach him then I won't be able to do it myself and ah, it's, it's that gift point. and I'd have to pass it over fair point the gift of perfection <laughs> well <laughs> gift curse take your pick well, <laughs> it depends who's, who's, whose decision it is um, so you, you, you've been as you say you've been gaming for a little while and this this sort of He's gonna. I think everybody kind of gets the feeling of this. This is sort of an ongoing theme with uh, with the majority of the heresy community. I mean, Freddie and I were talking about it on our last episode, if I remember right. Freddie, we were talking about the how everybody seems to have started in fantasy and loved fantasy and then got into 40k or vice versa and sort of everybody's been a fantasy fan at some some point in their uh, <laughs> gaming career. And, uh, if memory serves, you 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 had a few a few fantasy miniatures as well. Uh, many, many, many dwarves. Um, I think what I go for in my in my gaming is is hairy men who like drinking, um, uh, which I think is my, my gaming buddies, uh, my gaming models, and uh, my gaming ethos. I, I, I think it covers all the bases of everything you want to do properly. So. Well, Alicia is a consistent theme, which is always important. And uh, see, you, I like the fact that you went for the bearded men who drink. I went for the bitterness and long-range artillery. So it explains Ooh. why two dwarf players ended up in different legions. So you know, <laughs> I, I won't hold it against you. I mean, you're wrong, but, you know, I won't hold it against you. Uh, well, I think Lex is more into the Slayer cult, and you were more into, like, the engineers. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, totally it's true. It's, true. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's entirely possible that I might be using some of the Slayer models to maybe try and make some, some 30K models and see if it works. It's, Ooh, it's, 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 it's looking cool, but and, it, and it's right, but it's so wrong. Um, and they've got big holes in their stomachs, so I'm, I'm not, not sure how it's going to work out, but we'll see. Well, no, nobody said green stuff wasn't invented for a reason, so... Um, you know, <laughs> Where did you get those apps from? Mm. Yeah, well, worst case scenario, green stuff will be your friend. Um, so I look forward to seeing that, man. You have to hit us up with some pictures once you're uh, yeah, yeah, once you've got that done. So um, I think we're good. we're all going to sort of have a quick chat about our sort of knowledge and sort of gaming history with the Wolves because I'm, I'm pretty confident that everybody has had some involvement in the wolf, with the Wolves one way or another, even if it's just a simple single miniature or something along those lines. Um, I know you've been on the losing end to them on a regular basis. So. Yeah, I have, <laughs> shut up. Um, we, we don't talk about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's there's a definite history out there with them. So uh, what, we'll, what we'll do is we'll kick off there as, as sort of a point. So 
Lex, mm. as you said, you're our guest. You've already mentioned that you've got a, a history all the way back into sort of rogue traitor. Uh, rogue trader, sorry, not traitor. Um, <laughs> so can't uh, help yourself. No, I can't help myself. We're going to co- look. I'm going to be calling them the the Iron Wolves at some point this evening. Just get just get used to it. Um, so we could just do it the easy way and call them Iron Hands all the way through. Yeah, well, I'm trying to. I'm trying. If I go for Iron Wolves, at least it's a change. Um, so, <laughs> Lex, what mm. what got you into the wolves? Where did you begin your journey with the, with the route and sort of how's it progressed for you? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I started with them in um, really early doors in second edition. Um, and it was um, a bunch of the old, um, yeah, if, you, if you remember the Blood Angel Terminator models, uh, the metal ones. Um, yeah. yeah. Those up in sort of that light grey sort of wolves colour, which they did the um, the commander as he was the Imperial Commander Russ um, um, in back when he was tiny um, and had little bitty dogs. Um, so um, and little weird top knot. <laughs> like back, back sort cute. of samurai hairstyle yeah 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 and, and giant fangs I mean they're, I think they're, the fangs on that model are about the same size as, as the ones on the, on the current one so um, but um, yeah so um, I did, did some Terminators um, and then then the second edition book came out um, and yeah I was absolutely hooked they had all sorts of cool and weird stuff um, with like the hood of Grinrail and, and every, everything was difficult to pronounce um, um, and it was a bit space Viking, uh, but not too much. Um, and um, I, th- I think that was the important thing. That it, it didn't push it too far. Um, it was never uh, really a huge pastiche of itself. Um, so that's why I kept with them, kept playing them. Um, then third edition, the third edition codex rolled around, with, um, which was the thinnest codex which ever existed, I think. And then on top of that was the longest running codex which ever existed. Um, and it, it, it was a thing of beauty. Um, and um, I think it, it really enforced the idea during that book um, of big units of infantry. Because um, you were always running 15 plus 20 uh, odd man units of, uh, of blood pools. Uh, so you can get the most power fists in there. Um, and then um, a spin off from that was the. Uh, the, the 13th Black Crusade um, and the Grey Slayers. Um, and um, I, I, I got shortlisted um, as one of the best armies um, for that um, during the World War I campaign, which I was really happy with. Um, and, yeah, um, since then, I think, really, I've been painting my walls grey <laughs> rather than sort of blue or trying to do a, a, a different colour on them. So I was doing the, the Space Wolf grey but washing them brown um, so they, they looked that bit grubbier, a bit edgier. Um, and then, yeah, um, weathering, I before, that, weathering the before it became cool. Uh, basically, yeah, I'm, I'm a weathering hipster. Um, <laughs> you got the hair, for um, just saying. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so and then, uh, then when, um, then when 30k rocked around and, and actually had some books and things, um, I started off with Imperial Fists, um, because I, w- I wanted to do something slightly different and for some reason wanted to paint yellow. Um, <laughs> sadist. I know, I know. Uh, some um, some sort of masochism, um, and, um, and and then from there, I, I, I picked up my walls, picked up a bunch of units, and couldn't really ever settle on anything, um, and came to come go to, to go to Avari, and I decided that yeah, what I wanted to do was a siege list, um, so lots of heavy armor, um, uh, lots of breaches and units which would go with with that sort of thing, um, and built an army for it. 
which is now completely illegal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm, I'm now in that sort of rebuilding phase. Um, it, it, it's taken a few months, actually, uh, to get my mind back into that uh, that mentality, uh, that third ed, um, have bucket loads of infantry and then just chuck them up the board at your uh, opponent, um, which is, I think, yeah, basically where I want to be back at. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, actually. Um, it, 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 it's going to be cool. Cool. I like the sound of it. And now, Freddie, what's what's your yep. your love affair with the wolves? Uh, my my love affair, my hate hate affair with the wolves. Oh. <laughs> same thing. Nah, nah, same thing. Depends on your point of view, I guess. I don't know. Like uh, just like less. Like I I started back in uh, Rogue Trader Day, and everyone picked their favorite legions, and I I, I loved the. Uh, I wanted something black and sinister, so I went for the dark dark angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big surprise for me later on. Obviously, they weren't black anymore. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, black. Thank, thankfully, in the in the Space Wolf books, um, they describe the black and uh, the green as so dark that it's almost black. So, I mean, it, and they do it repeatedly. So, yeah. It, it, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so. But otherwise, like I I, I remember like uh, as one of my main opponents, uh, Pele, who's we we met at multiple Varangian Heresy. Uh, events uh, he has always been rocking the space wolves like really hard back in the day when we played 40k and so i've done everything about the blood claws you know fucking max power fist max plasma pistols and shit <laughs> and all that nasty and and at one time i think yeah, i remember the you know the having those stupid wolf scouts the lone hunters and whatever they could just rock up whatever table edge they wanted and crazy shit yeah you do uh, so annoying <laughs> and, and Ragmar Blackmane or whatever his name was and fucking Neilman Stormcaller and yeah I, I met them all I faced them all god damn it <laughs> took Crazy. your blows and, did but, it and still did it their way yeah. I think he's having some sort of post-traumatic flashback at the moment <laughs> I think he yeah, is <laughs> there might be some twitching going on down the line there you never know but like it's it's always been a legion that had in, intrigued me. Maybe because I'm Scandinavian, like in origin and shit. Like it, it's always been a legion that, like I've I've never fully, kind of fa- fallen for, but it's always been one of those that I always wanted to know more about. You know, I wanted to read more. I wanted to get, you know, I want to see like what's going on because I I like I love uh, the Thousand Sons. So it's Ooh. always been like so it's always been kind of like oh, I'm really interested and and the fun part about Pelle like because he loves Space Wolf he also loves Thousand Suns just because their story is so intertwined between each other so he he's always collected like now in 40k before you know we stopped playing 40k he he went for uh, Thousand Suns for Chaos Space Marines as well just because he wanted kind of how I collected Night Goblins and Dwarves you wanted you wanted the, you know, the main adversaries, fleets, you know, or like uh, the armies. So, and because I always like Dark Angels, and they always had this hate love affair with the Space Wolves. I've always been intrigued with the Space Space Wolves. Nice, yeah. very nice. It's, it's been more from the the sidelines with a curiosity kind of thing, rather than yeah, you know, I, getting, I'm, getting I'm your like wolf on. By curious on Space Wolves. <laughs> quadruped curious uh, yeah oh, <laughs> Chris have you have you had sort of a love affair with the wolves in any way shape or form or have you had uh, 
have you been like Freddie on on the sidelines looking at them going you're weird I like you but you're weird well it's more of a, I used them as target practice with my grey knights oh okay <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, I think uh, we, me and my friends still have that about 20 to 1 or 20 to 2 windows rec- record oh Nice. So Painful. He didn't, do, he didn't do overly well with his, great, his space wolves. But that's what they get for being traitors, you know. I, I, I have to, I have to ask, magic. Is this, was, this, was this the Matt, Matt Ward era Grey Knights? Or? This, this was the, was, was it the Fifth Ed Codex. The Fifth Ed Codex, okay. <laughs> Where you made no friends. No. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did play a Grey Knight army before that Codex. But I stopped. I stopped playing them after that codex because it was no fun. To play you saw the light and went, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> that's, uh, that's sadly my main experience with wolves during the history history of my gaming career, except for well, reading fluff and stuff like that. Yeah. I must. And, uh, sorry, Chris, go on. Man. And in that that way, I'm actually impressed on how they are portrayed in the. I think it is a Grey Knight series. Mm. When the wolves. Uh, Go against the Grey Knights and the Inquisition, and says no. These civilians, civilians will live, oh, no not, matter what you say. Armageddon, isn't it? If I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. Second war for Armageddon. First war for Armageddon. Even. I can't remember. Is that? Is that? That's, and then after that, isn't that when they show up at the at the at Fenris, and Najal yeah. basically pops on board and goes, "Listen now, boys." <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's also when the oh, Grey Knights. Najal, it's um, beyond. Sorry. Yeah, the Grey Knight fleet is chasing the Space Wolf fleet and the civilians across the galaxy, basically. There's some Benny Hill music that's suddenly playing. Yeah, in my just, <laughs> just because one one Inquisitor decided that the entire planet must die because four of them happened to see Angron. Because reasons. Because <laughs> because Angron. That's that's enough of a reason. Because <laughs> Angron. Well, he didn't have Angron. a right. He didn't have a right to let them live. Uh-huh. Okay. Used part of that old quote that the Inquisition used to justify stuff. Yeah, that's point. the character that I got from the, the wolves in the 40k lore. Yeah, that they were nobles. They did what they did for the best of everyone. Yeah, Let's even see. if it went up against the rest of the Imperium. Nicely put. And I think that was that. That's been more and more portrayed. Uh, well portrayed, I think, when it comes to to 30k. Which um, well, I think that's very intriguing, considering that, like, they are, oh, well, you know, quote unquote, the imper- like the emperor's assassins and his leftovers oh, well, or whatever. Well, executioners, executioners. Yeah, yeah, no, but like, <laughs> you know, like what Angron says, like they they obey orders and and how they like in Burning of Prospero, they like, are they ask for permission to do all kinds of stuff, and it's kind of fun funny to see how it's progressed down to. You know, once the emperor is gone and the imperium, imperium kind of gone, just <laughs> done tits up, they kind of like, oh well, this is not really what we signed up for. This is bullshit. So we do our own thing. Screw but, you guys, we're going home. But they didn't kill civilians. They were executioners and they killed their target, but they didn't kill civilians if they didn't weren't ordered to. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I I like the uh, the. The theme with them in the and uh, they are that they, they, they will do and, and go through the, any line which anybody else might consider unpalatable to do what needs to be done, but um, it will be done with uh, making sure that everybody else understands and agrees and make sure that they're on side with it. 
um, even even if they don't realise that they're being played to a degree. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's it's that, that cross between the noble savage um, and um, and and the the, the cunning hunter. Mm. Um, and I, I think it's it, it, there's been a, a very nice. Uh, sort of juxtaposition um, with the two sides of it. You've got um, the, uh, the, the the angry point-click kill uh, almost, um, but um, making sure that everybody knows that why they're doing it and why they're choosing to do it um, side of things uh, from Prospero. Um, but then on the flip side, you've got Chris Wright stuff, uh, which is which is adding a bit more character, uh, a bit more depth, a bit more occasional flaws and things like that. Um, but he he has in in some of the later books, including Crimson King and things like that, um, included more of the, um, the, the, the that that we are angry, we are death incarnate, um, that we are coming for you. More of the um, aggressive it, side of the wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because you're talking about the the some of the really good 30k books there for me. Um, like Chris, I I got into the wolves by by the law. But also, but I was mainly brought in by the models, specifically Ragnar, Ulrich, and uh, Najal, because the original metal models for those I thought were sublime. I absolutely love them. And don't get me wrong, I actually really like the um, the, the new plastic Ulrich, for example. I think he's really really cool, um, and I like the. I like. I'm not. I'm not in love with the new Najal model, but um, I'm waiting I for them to do. I found both it. of them. I found both of them very useful to chop up and and and, and cannibalise bits. bits for other things. <laughs> well, that's also good to know. Uh, but I, I yeah. haven't. Um, I haven't. You know, I I got into the fluff, and I didn't actually end up playing them until fourth ed, fourth fifth fifth edition. I think it was actually. I started building. This was the was was the next codex. Think, yeah, so. it was that was that it was that codex release that I started playing, uh, because I started building a force around them then, uh, which was really good. But it was never, I was never like this is the legion. It's just like this is the legion that was the most fun, uh, or legion chapter that was the most fun because everybody it seemed to love the ultramarines. Uh, Dark angels were boring. Uh, didn't like yep. painting red. Um, <laughs> yellows just looked like somebody had poured custard all over a, a box of marines. And the wolves at least had, you know, fur and different weird markings and looked kind of badass. Um, so that's why I sort of started with those guys. But what I liked the most was the Bill King books, the Ragnar series. Mm-hmm. Because um, that was uh, uh, what I enjoyed about that was it was. What what made me laugh is it sort of tried to demystify a little bit of the the history of the Space Wolves with Russ, for example, which is you know the whole, for those of you who don't know the series, uh, it's like Ragnar's Ragnar Blackman's journey through, and each time it's like there's this legend of, of Ragnar about how he killed one of these nasty badass psychic wolves or whatever it was on on uh, Fenris, and if you read the story, it's kind of hinted at that basically this thing was on its last legs. Um, and he, he kind of, it was a mercy killing as much as anything else. Um, and it sort of progresses and he, they run into the 13th company in one of the stories, the sort of climax um, of the story series. And I just loved hearing about how Russ, who was this, you know, supposedly ultimate warrior and to complete another badass, just, basically kept losing his spear 
this gift from the emperor or whoever it was because he didn't like it and he was just like he just like whatever you know oh it just he just kept losing it and it's like yeah we we went for like three days trying to find this damn thing and he couldn't remember where he'd thrown it or you know it just demystified it a little bit and it, it it really sold me on them um which then you know like you say with prospero and stuff like that I, I really enjoyed that sort of side of the story when you start to learn more about their character um, mm. and that's sort of what's always kept me interested in the wolves but sadly um, never really kept playing them um, I've con I must admit I've contemplated them for 30k but um, I, I'm quite happy where I am with my, my bitterness and metal so I, I'm not Ray Silver don't need to worry about it in mean, highlighting yeah. the other colours never yeah. losers <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, um, you mentioned it earlier, Lex. You talked about the yeah. uh, 13th, uh, what was it, the Eye of Terror, not the 13th, like you said, the Eye of Terror campaign. Mm -hmm. they one of the same, I can never remember. Um, because that, that, as we were talk, talking off air, you reminded us that, that that sort of introduced a lot of the, um, a lot of the specific Space Wolf units that gave them a lot of character. So yeah, do you want so... to sort of talk, about, talk about that to sort of bring, some people, bring anybody who hasn't heard about it up to speed? Yeah, sure. So, Thirteenth um, Black Crusade was um, as as is going on at the moment. Abaddon turns up from the Ice Terror, goes goes along, kicks ass, takes names, um, and uh, the Space Wolves um, with the Wolfen um, uh, rock out of the Ice Terror, where they've been hunting them for the last ten thousand years, uh, and uh, set set to. And um, what um, what 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 the army book was uh, was um, very much um, as we're seeing now in the, um, uh, in, the, in, the in the army list. Um, it, it's based around um, those big characters, um, so you need to take a minimum minimum number of HQ choices per per points. Um, big units of infantry, uh, and um, really all about going forward at pace and, and knocking people's teeth in. Um, but it was it was shy on on uh, on vehicles. Um, I think you had bikes at most, um, but it was it was fairly heavy on the on the psychic side of things, um, or you, at least you had the opportunity for doing that. Um, and um, and because of that, it was yeah, it, it was really characterful um, and. Uh, and gave uh, the walls that because um, when you when you were saying they were demystified, um, I think they almost went too far um, uh, with the uh, with, with some of the books, and that they they took it to the point where um, you had a, a a guy who was a giant space wolf who was drunk who was walking around with a bucket on his foot, um, and <laughs> as you do, um, as you do, um, and 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 for me, uh, it, it, it's it's always been. Um, as I said at the start there, that um, it, it's, it's, it's Vikings in space, but it's, it, it's more um, the HBO series um, Vikings rather than the guys with uh, big wings and horns on the helmets. Um, it's, it's, it's that real level of, of cunning and anger and, and going out and getting something because they want it. Um, so the 13th company, uh, when they did that, they, they brought that back in, I think. Um, and 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 we can see that some of the units, like the Grey Slayers and that, and that sort of thing, um, are making it through into um, uh, into the Legion book. Um, and you've got the beginnings um, of the, um, the Curse of the Wolfen um, occurring in the, uh, in, in the in the fluff. So um, if you've read um, 
uh, uh, the Lehman Russ book, uh, the Primarchs book. Um, it's a, it, it, it explores uh, the sort of the beginnings of that um, as part of it, and and, and how um, space wars are insular even amongst themselves. Um, and um, yeah, if there's something bad going wrong, <laughs> and they, they don't necessarily want to share it by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so yeah, so, um, <laughs> which is makes the whole you know thousands on space wolf thing even mm. more interesting. Mm. Kind of adds adds to the drama. Definitely adds adds something to the drama for sure. Yeah, we can't can't argue that one. Um, I mean, you t and this is kind of funny. Like you said, you talk about these units starting to show up. Uh, and then it that literally kind of brings us in the direction of 30k because uh, I think everybody, unless you're, you're extremely new to the hobby, um, has been aware that the, the Wolves have been one of the most uh, fan love chapters. I don't think that's a, yeah, yeah. a bad way of putting it, but uh, Legions even. God, see, I get the wrong way around again. Um, the Iron Wolves, everybody well, loves them. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, they. Um, They've uh, they've they've been held back and held back with the rules for a long time until literally this year when Book Seven Inferno's come out and we started to <laughs> to see some stuff. So you've been you've been playing these guys for a little while in 30k. So you actually started off without the rules. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, how, how did you first feel when you when you sort of got the when you got into 30k and and sort of started to go right? Well, I want to go with your wolves at least. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do sort of how did that um sort of fall into place for you um so um I, I i wanted to play wolves um and i half painted a castus and it didn't quite feel right um and i i, I undercoated a uh, a land raider proteus and uh, again it wasn't it wasn't quite there um and that, that that's after i'd already started my my imperial fist and i i had an imperial fist uh, Legion army, uh, which uh, was initially and, and with custodes and sisters of silence, which I designed around 40k. Um, I think it was I think it was maybe the fifth Ed Codex, maybe the sixth one. Um, and and, it, and it, it was it was yeah, it was fun, it was interesting, um, and it, it gave me an excuse to play something, play play, play, play something else. Um, but I always wanted to get back to my walls. Um, and uh, so I did some conversions, um, which I think is where I where I go when I just want to do stuff. Um, so um, I did three three different sets of conversions. I, um, I did um, I got the uh, the scouts from the uh, the speeder. Um, can't remember what the name of the speeder is called, um, but you've got them all hanging off the side of the speeder. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So no they're really. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're all kneeling or moving in, in or standing in, in different ways, um, and I thought that was quite interesting. If you, if you could build up the ground around them, so it looked like that, um, and so I made a, a scout pack, um, and they're, they're quite cool. Um, and I gave them things like horns, and I used a lot of the um, uh, the heads from uh, the Marauders and, and, and stuff like that. Um, I then kit bashed a unit of destroyers. Um, just because I felt like it, um, and they looked all right. Um, again, using lots of greys and blacks and, and bronzes and things, but still couldn't quite get the feeling for it. Um, and it's probably because they didn't have a list, um, which which sort of drove the, the thematic idea of how the army is going to work. Um, so um, it then came to yeah, um, I think Avari four. 
Yeah, I last year. Yeah, last year. So um, I had a, um, a tournament to come uh, come and play out, or uh, story uh, to come and play through. Um, so I decided that I want to do a uh, a siege army because I thought it, it, it's different from um, from how wolves normally work. My my fists are a drop pod army, so I'm, I can't do them like that. Do something different. So lots of heavy tanks, um, lots of breaches, and, and all sorts of things like that. Um, and and, and put it all together, and, and it was it was fun. Um, and uh, one of the guys he was playing, uh, he was playing Death Guard, and we were playing long ways down the bo- um, long ways down the field. It was second or third game, I think it was. Um, and um, he he lost a bit, um, for which I'm eternally sorry for, because I always apologise to people because I'm British. Um, <laughs> That's what we do. Um, and but and he said it felt like he was being circled by the walls um, in the game, which which I was really happy about. That, that, that even with um, no list or anything like that, that they they were playing that way. Um, and so it was like, yeah, you've got, I give them counter attack because they're space wolves, um, and there's still something which is which was a bit lacking. Nick could, couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um, so yeah, well, when it when it, when it came to the rules coming out, um, I realised that my entire army was illegal. Which was great, <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, I, I then needed to build uh, infantry, um, and yeah, grey slayers, buckets of them, um, because um, it's gone back to that so that third ed, the third ed codex, the cross between that and the uh, the the Eye of Terror one, um, the Thirteenth Company book, uh, where it's buckets of buckets of infantry, which you just yeah run up the table and shove down your opponent's throat. Um, and it works. Um, they're, they're really, really designed well for doing exactly that. Um, but then on top of that, they, they have all the Legion stuff uh, to support them around it as well. Um, and, um, and with 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 30k as it is using seventh edition, edition rules, yeah, running infantry up a field is dangerous, um, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's it's where it's at. I mean, yeah, put, put put your models on the board and, and take them off in buckets, and then still smash your opponent's teeth in when you get there definitely the way forward or distract them with other things drop leviathans like rain um, yeah all, all sorts of options all, all three of them yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah so um, that, that's kind of where i'm going at the moment it is uh, that that's why i've got so much um uh, yeah resin and plastic on the table it's because um i need to build build more stuff um and i want to make the units look characterful um i don't just want <laughs> I mean, what I should do, if I'm because I'm I'm going to throw the skulls uh, in August. Um, what I should do is I should build this. This is a unit of ones with bolt guns. Uh, this is a unit of ones with shields. Uh, this is a unit of ones with power weapons. Um, because then it's easy on on the battlefield. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't have the character and the, the that that thematic feel of you're fighting against a warband. Um, which is which is what this book really encourages you to do, really encourages you to do, um, because yeah, um, that that's what they are. They, they, and, and when when you say it's that fanboy thing, um, yeah, now that that's it for me. Is is that it's um, you, you're a bunch of individuals all fighting together in the same direction, um, and the the stuff that Chris Wright is doing in in the uh, in the fluff at the moment in the, in the books um, yeah, he's describing sort of individual warriors and their their own penelope of war and what they're carrying and what they're fighting with and, and what it looks like they're all different and, and that's why I, I feel these units should look like um, 
And it, um, it, it appeals to me converting models, which I'm a bit keen for. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've seen your uh, your converted um, Dawn um, and a few other <laughs> models that you put together, which are very awesome. I, I remember back in the day, back in the day, you taking apart, if I remember rightly, it was the... Um, was it Assault on Black Reach or whichever the the crashed lander kit that you got to oh, see yeah, before yeah, you yeah. came? I remember you taking that apart with clippers to try and build your own. From it. it wasn't just a, it wasn't just to build my own. It, it was so I could have um, an orc version of it. Um, ah, that was it. Because I, I remember you clipping it and you said, just saying, <laughs> "I'm going to build my own," and I'm uh, using it to build my own. And my brain just going, yeah, "Okay, fair enough. Good luck." Yeah, that idea never works. <laughs> <laughs> But you do have a love for doing that sort of stuff. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's part uh, of it. Now, now, now you should be sad, though. Those landers are going for a fucking pretty penny on eBay. <laughs> yeah. That was way back, that set. Oh, they yeah, really yeah. should do more more stuff like that. Yeah. yeah Bring back should. the Corvus Lighter. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. There should be a hashtag campaign for that. <laughs> hashtag bring back Corvus. Drop, well, the Corvus. The lighter. The Cor- the Corvus is the Deathport one. The Arvus is the one that Fort Will is going to be using. Oh, the Arvus one, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's that's pretty awesome. We do. We've seen a few of those up north, haven't we, Freddie? Yep. <laughs> they seem to be part of the North North Swedish meta at the moment. <laughs> Everybody's got a bit flyer crazy. <laughs> and sorry for correcting the thing about the Corvus. Just, no, no, no. Yeah, I was, th- I was thinking that if we mention it too many times, they would just. Th- think, oh, maybe it's someone in 30k needs a Corvus. <laughs> and then we have a, assault flyers that drop I recognise my bikes. mistake and I shall seek to correct it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't well want to have, to have drop, <laughs> drop bikes. <laughs> drop bikes. Ooh. No, 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 is it like drop is? <laughs> drop oh, bikes. <laughs> spikes does... <laughs> Because then the, the, there's no spike in the world that can protect you from a Space Marine dropping from an, an assault aircraft on a, when you're on a bike. Probably basically. not, but I reckon the Orcs would try and build one. Um, but... No, no, they, they, they actually combine the flyer with the bike. <laughs> Fair enough, okay. You don't need to have it transported, just to fly on a bike. to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't need an engine or anything, they just think it works. Psychic feel, you know. So, Freddie, Freddie just to, because obviously Lex has been talking about the, uh, the playing style with the uh, before the rules came in and that sort of stuff, how you you mentioned um, Pele being a uh, space wolf player? Have you come across many in uh, space wolves in um, in the sort of thirty k games you played? Or yeah, a few. Uh, there's uh, uh, a few that plays it like the. I think one thing I've noticed with with all the players is that the few times I've seen space wolf to actually play with mass vehicles, it's always drop pods. Uh, because it seems to everyone keeps keeps to that infantry massive theme. Yeah. And and most baseball players they don't tend to have that much armor. It's it's like they go heavy on the infantry. So it's very thematic. Yeah. So, but I guess that also has a compared to Lex, I think that same, same happened with the, all the legions that didn't have rules for a while, like you know Dark Angels and Blood Angels and mm, mm. White Scars and stuff. They went with you know the stuff that were that were probably everyone's going to get like tactical marines and basic HQ choices. So that's why I think the majority of the space world players that are, are kind of faced off or you know chatted chatted to and stuff, they all tend to have a lot of you know foot slogging troops because and, they know that that, that that wouldn't 
require a lot of change. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a couple of models which I did just as uh, as test pieces, um, just more converting, um, which which I built and I, I kind of went, oh, shall I build more of these? And I really should have done. Um, I used the the weapons and the shields from the Gores uh, from Fantasy. Um, so they've got the yep. big axes, slightly hairy arms, very muscular and everything like that, but still quite lean. Uh, and they, they they fit perfectly on the on the starting bodies. Um, and they, they they have that that motion that you can either have them like on a full sprint or just standing there looking quite stoic. Um, but not knowing whether they were going to be in the book or not, um, even though they've been in all the artwork and all the fluff and everything like that, um, I didn't build more of them. Um, so I've got three at the moment, um, and I'm going to do more when I can find the the bits box, which has got the arms in which I need. Uh, <laughs> it's in the room somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere in the load that has been well, shot it, over it, the it, table. I'm, I'm looking at the moment. I mean, it's, it's not only other, there's the, the piles of Imperial fists, because I decided to, I was going to repaint, repaint the entire 5,000 points um, and, and more. Um, and it's not in the, in the scenery, which is waiting to be done after two armies. It's not amongst the knights. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, when, when it comes to um, being a bit of a hobby butterfly uh, with, with 30k, I, I think because I haven't had um, the wolves as that, as that driving, I will do this and nothing else. I, I've been all over the place. I'm, I'm quite enjoying having multiple armies that I can choose from, because of it, so, which, is, which is quite good. Uh, didn't you play Sons of Horus recently as well? <laughs> um, so you know how I said I was going to repaint um, all of my all of my fists. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my 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 good and thoroughly French friend uh, Julien um, and I basically came up with a pact that yep we'll make it happen before um, the, the the heresy uh, campaign weekend. Um, and so I, I was I was trotting along merrily with the uh, with the infantry and he was going to um, help us by. Um, Basically doing the, the, the base colours uh, and initial highlights um, uh, on on all the drop pods. Um, unfortunately, he then got called back into work, um, and his his holiday got cancelled. Um, and he wasn't like the even the the models were in the same town, um, so he couldn't even give them back to me for me to finish them. Um, but he, he's got a very 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 pretty Sons of Polaris army. Um, so I played with a clone of the war master which is why he was a loyalist um <laughs> right okay no judging here <clears throat> no 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 absolutely um, <laughs> um yeah um, and 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 played them they were they were very very pretty um and very very brutal and um phosphex should be used in moderation because if you use it constantly you're a bellend. <laughs> You're talking to an Iron Warriors uh, player, mate. <laughs> Guaranteed. I, th- I don't really think that's the consensus on Phosphex these days. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I can live with that consensus and go, meh. <laughs> Fair enough. I, 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 in that case, I am happy to be that guy. Um, no. I, know, I, I just, I, I found that it, it, it was, it was um, too much um, against. Um, a number of in-placed armies, and there, there was absolutely nothing the guys that the, the, the running against it could do. Um, and I don't like that sort of point-and-click option. Um, so I mean, it's, it's good that you, you you then say that yeah, you've got to have a counter to it and this and that and the other. But yeah, um, I, I prefer to maybe have one, maybe two um, tops, and maybe fire other stuff um, rather than just go for it as a default. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very fair point and very very genuine and, and noble way of looking at it. I, however, don't give a shit. Um, 
<laughs> if I run Fospex, I run Fospex. But that's going to take <laughs> us away from because uh, I'm actually trying to run every army this year without it. So um, oh. well, I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm trying to be yeah. magnanimous in that way at least. Um, doesn't mean I win, but it just helps. Um, so, did, did you did you win with Fosfex? I can't remember. I did win with Fosfex. Go fuck yourself, Freddy. Go, go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go and shove that Yeti cup somewhere. You're not going to enjoy. Yeah. Poor man, poor man's crush. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah, back, back on topic. Um, so. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're talking about like the wolves without because uh, without the rules and mm. where they where they've sort of where they were sat, um, and then then book seven dropped, and it, yeah, I think a lot of people made that very much that very noise. Um, it dropped, it dropped like a very large weight and went boom, hello, um, and there was a collective squee, bark, yip or yif depending on how you. Uh, approach your your space wolves from um, from the community at large and um yeah so lex what happened to your army when book seven dropped uh well, it became illegal and i was so happy that it became illegal um, <laughs> <laughs> um wow um they they are um I don't really see much counterattack in there, uh, other than uh, attacking, uh, which is, I think, where where it's at. Um, yeah, they, we they, don't they counter became... shit. We just do the attacking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you mean except for the universal special rule counterattack? Yeah, well, I mean, they don't need to see that. It's, it impresses <laughs> no one. Um, so yeah, it, it's it, it it's the extra speed, the extra weapon skill. I mean, that, those those are the big big things in there. Um, they, you're, you're going for your your opponent. Um, you, the fact that you can fire your bolt guns, run, get an extra inch on your run, and then assault. Yeah, mm-hmm. brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, you, you're looking at turn one, maybe two, uh, turn, well, sorry, turn two, maybe turn one charges. Um, a little bit rapey is yeah. what I'd like to use as a phrase right now. A little bit rapey. I'm sure there's a whole part of people out there who don't like that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we play with Fosfex. <laughs> mm. That's why we get there on turn one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've become they've they've become what the books say they are. Um, they are, um, and I, I do wonder if, if if the books and 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 this were in tandem because the the later. Um, later books seem to, seem to have much more of the, the, how they move um, in them. It could be just how Chris writes, Chris Wright writes, as it were. Um, but um, it, it, it's the, the fact they flow across the, the, the ground, that the, they're covering that much more space. Um, and I, I like how they do that. Um, it, it's, it's got everything from um, the, the 13th Company, um, in that, you, that they were quite quick because they teleported all over the place and, and then they did their nightcrawler impression, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, and, but then, then they 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 had speed and they they speeded up as well. Um, so yeah, um, it, it, it has that quick uh, hunter feel to things, um, and and it, and it doesn't just feel like a a different version of uh, uh, the uh, Angron's boys, um, the world eaters. Um, it, it it doesn't just feel like a different version of those. It, it is a a completely different harmonist playing in a different way um, with more nuance um, because they've got more skills just saying <laughs> we'll see what, what do I they have to pay do the bills 
Um, we but yeah. To, I'm sorry. We, have, we definitely have to do a Night of the Wolf. Oh, yeah. next, next time we play <laughs> oh yeah you've got to get your own, get your stuff repainted Freddie and uh, Chris and then uh, Chris Lex one of the people on this cast um, get, your, get your get your get your walls repainted and come on over and we'll, we'll arrange a, a Night of the Wolf epic throwdown against and, uh, and this time I will be in charge of the plane tickets and when we get there yeah um, yeah because we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> that was an, that was a saga in and of itself I mean hell oh, you were causing an international incident you didn't even have you weren't even in the country yet <laughs> I must admit, I was proud of you. I was. There was a little bit of pride going, oh, that's my mate doing that. <laughs> Another part of me going, shit, that's my mate doing that. <laughs> it's where it's at. But, but for anybody who wants to know, that, I think that's part of our, of our REI4 wrap-up at some point, um, if you want to go back and listen to that episode. But um, So, yeah, now, what do you say? Book 7, book seven drops. Um, book 7, like any Forge World book, is absolutely fucking beautiful um yeah. i mean inside and out cover to cover it is absolutely gorgeous and i love what i i love is uh, with any of the armies i love their introduction section um i love the sort of the graphic work that is out there to sort of accompany them the Dreamcatcher style ish uh, totem uh, icon for the wolves is beautiful and then strangely enough the first thing first thing you see is a xiphon interceptor Okay, it's it's kind of cool. I like that. Um, which is like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, you get a little color plate of Fenris and everything, and then boom, not work. Legions, Legion symbols, goddamn Leviathan, Dreadnought, just standing there going, "Hi, I'm a space wolf." It's like, <clears throat> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty book for the space, and the space wolf stuff is just absolutely gorgeous in there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I remember talking to um, a few of the, a few of the guys um, uh, when when it dropped at the weekend, um, and and the one before. Um, they were talking about um, the uh, the design ideals, what the, what they wanted to go for with the walls. Um, so, um, if you look at the uh, the the extra body parts, uh, the torsos. Mm-hmm. Um, then a lot of the stuff which they've got in there is it's, it's all scrimshawed in. Um, and it's all carvings and, and things like that. So the idea is it, it, it's it's highly detailed. All the knot work, um, including lots of different not just walls but like kraken and uh, eagles and, and all sorts of different stuff. Um, uh, but what they would do whilst they're on. Um, a, a barge going from system to system, um, and, and, and it, it, it's not well. We've got a forge we'll, which will make these these perfect pieces of um, uh, ornate armor, which will, which will go perfectly with things, um, which which happens, but it's very rare. Um, so it, it's it's things like you might get a champion who, who might have one corner of one. Um, pauldron or something like that, which is um, which is an ornate golden wolf or something like that. But for the most part, um, unless you are like right at the top, a true champion, um, like um, with with Russ and his backpack, which I still hate, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, then um, yeah, you, you, you're just going to be a guy with things either carved in, tied on, or, or that sort of thing. And, and I, I really like that. It is very very awesome. I mean, it's. Uh... It, it actually reminds me of a question that, or something Chris raised earlier, and I'm going to call you Chris. It's uh, what was the, what was that question you wanted to ask Lex earlier on? I just wanted to talk about the balance of 
too much wolf has been put in on the podcast before, where the line is for you for basically on a scale of, of uh, normal 30k wolf marine up to gag or fellhand from the Prospero book set. Where's the line of too much wolf there? Um, so, uh, for me, in, in the models and things which have been done, um, Geiger is, is is a nice model. Um, I mean, I've used bits of him all over the place, um, <laughs> as is obviously the case. Um, so, um, Solarite Power Talon uh, for my Custodes, um, it, it, I've used his claw for that. Um, and I think I've used his gun on um, a... Uh, a knight errant um but yeah i mean he's uh, he's he's really cool um and i know, I know a lot of people who've used uh, the the various pads uh from him as well um but i think for 30k he's a 40k model if, if that makes sense yeah um, yep. so parts of it are really really useful but you wouldn't want to go a whole guy or fell hand as it were um and, and in similar vein, I mean, if you, if you look at Russ, I mean, most of the stuff that he's got all over his armor is either scrimshawed in or anything like that, which is why when it comes to his backpack, I've got such a problem with it, <laughs> because it sits there as this, hi, I'm a wolf wolf backpack for the wolf king, for the wolf 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 Yeah, exactly. Um, so what I've done is um, um, uh, somebody uh, I know has done um, a conversion of... Um, Lorgar with wings, so they really didn't need his backpack. Um, and Lorgar's backpack is exactly the same size, style, and everything else as as Russ's. It's just it doesn't have the stupid wolf head on it. Um, <laughs> and so I'm using that one. You took the puppy um, away. Yeah, but th- th- then again, I mean, in in 40k when I was, when it was running wolves, um, you had um, th- there were two different pieces which are similar to that. Um, you had the backpacks with the wolf heads on them. Which I didn't use because I thought they were too wolfy, um, and and then there was the the Robo Wolf Head thing, which always looked ridiculous. I mean, it looked ridiculous even next to the Prince Adam head, um, which I've I've never used, but I always think is glorious and should be used for something. Um, but yeah, it's 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 if if you look ridiculous next to a He-Man head, then <laughs> you know you've gone too far. That's, that is a little bit of a step, step, step. I won't say jumping the shark, but there's uh, there, there's definitely an, an aesthetic choice that uh, yeah leaps a little bit. Actually, actually, I, I've been fantasizing about making like a Empress Children Champion with that head for a long, long time. <laughs> oh, you should do that. The thing is, it's, so, it's, somehow it's, that really fits. Something. <laughs> Something about it is like I kind of want to see it done like that, but with a an extended um, part, a sort of front fringe, and sort of make it very emo, and then put him on a Raven Guard or something, or the Night Lords. Yes, also that works. Work. Uh, I'm, I'm also thinking I've I've not put Russ's head on yet, so I, I might mock it up and see how well it works. Just like giving the maybe the, you should the... put it on Fulgrim, so he looks like he's le- <laughs> less like he's giving a blowjob, and you know, um, <laughs> or receiving one. I don't know. It depends who's sucking the nut at the time. But that, that could be a slightly more um, favourable um, Fulgrim head, actually, looking at it. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, it's an option. I mean, but I mean, going back to uh, the, the new plastic stuff that, that they've been doing, um, Ulrich and, and that sort of thing, I mean, one of the conversions which I've done uses um, uh, Chrome Dragon Gaze bits. Um, I've got 
um, the um, the body is mostly um, pollocks, um, and uh, I've then fitted the shoulders and cloak um, and and chain across the front from Ulrich um, on that body, um, and it, it just got this beautiful motion to it. Um, and so yeah, and the, the whilst there's ridiculous pieces within um, the wolf stuff, I mean, including um, Logan, but Logan himself, his cloak, his uh, hair, his, um, all the bits to him, other than his Santa sleigh, um, are, absolutely <laughs> are, are beautiful, beautiful pieces. Of, um, and and, and, and the, uh, the effort and the sculpting which have gone into them are really, really, really well done. I mean, they shouldn't be knocked, even though... The, the aesthetic which they've gone for in the in the 40k walls is a bit jingle bells it is a bit jingle bells yeah I, I think you're right but I mean it, it comes from an era almost where I mean we're talking about the uh, the blood angels and the uh, uh, the green knights earlier and so uh, the green knights were size bolt side this side that side the other side the everything um, blood angels were blood 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 red blood blood things and, and wolves became either wolf something or snow something or yeah it, it, it becomes a pastiche of itself unfortunately so they knew nothing <laughs> and they, they, then all of a sudden they got a flying mm. oh I'm, I'm talking about uh, i'm just trying to remember which oh, dog the it was puppy compared head. to uh, the, the dog it, was, head. it was uh, someone uh mocked it up on i think it was a doberman yeah, just, uh, with the with ears and everything. <laughs> classy, <laughs> stay classy, internet, stay classy. <laughs> well uh, so, well, let's let's. I mean, I'm, again, I'm still looking right as we speak now. I'm looking at these color plates, and I'm just I'm just loving the different like the legionary looks. All the there's so much heraldry in these. I mean, this is one of the things that I like about um, the units like the space. Uh, legions like the space wolves that uh, there's a lot of uh, freedom for um artist artistry um yeah. you know creativity with the with the uh, heraldry and that sort of stuff because they are very in my mind they're very unique in compared to a lot of other legions where there's a lot of uh, like again i go back to the iron warriors whilst there's a degree of um you can you can be creative with them the degree of creativity is is almost hampered um, by their sort of general um, perception of them. Uh, when yeah, it comes black to the wolves, stripes, if you put too much on there, they'll start looking like imperial fists. Exactly, but that if could, you that do could too, all be a ruse. <laughs> if you do too much with the iron warriors, they basically start to morph into silver skulls in the end. Yeah, and then they are then they, and then they turn loyalist all yeah. of a sudden. Wash your mouth out, Chris. Don't you dare say nasty things like that. Uh, Silver Skulls are a loyalist chapter. I know they are. Thing. I know. Just, yeah. just suggesting that it could happen. Yeah, the, the, rest, the, rest, the rest of the Legion just turned uh, demons. Well, they did it right then. Um, but uh, no, I just I love that about the wolves. And, you know, there's, there's there seems to be a lot of... Um, I don't know why. There's a large emphasis on sort of walkers in, the, um, in, their, in their color plates as well, which is kind of cool. Uh, I, I, I find it quite interesting um, because, yeah, um, if, if, you, if you if you look at the 40k law, um, when it, well, even if you look at the 30k law, the the um, uh, the use of um, the 
uh, dreadnoughts. Uh, Levi- Levi- Leviathan dreadnoughts. Um, is 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 a short run thing. So you're you're not going to be a hero who's going to be around forever in a Leviathan dreadnought. Um, <laughs> you're going to burn fast and die young. Um, uh, but then um, with the, um, the because they've got the uh, contenders in there. Um, uh, contenders when it comes to uh, 40k um, law um, they're, 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 they're seen as cursed um, they've, they've all got this black um, sort of uh, history against them that the, the, there's bad luck there's Malificarum almost around them um, and so because of that um, it, it's whilst it's beautiful that you've got this 30k thing and they've, the, the, the model which they've put out for it is absolutely beautiful. Well, when it comes to then going around as far as the 40k side of things, um, it's like, well, they didn't know that was going to come for them. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's very, very nice that you've got the, the, those two songs. The two different points of view kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I just, there's, uh, there's just so much, so much to play with in this. Um, and just looking at it all. Um, so much fun to have with you know, like the uh, the knot work and the colours and everything in there. So purely from a painter's point of view, that looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, I, I would like to see because um, um, one one of the things with with the the transfer sheet is that it's beautiful. There's lots of stuff on it, um, but all the big pieces for it um, are um, either banners uh, or. Um, large wolf's heads or sea wolves or all, all, sorts, all sorts of things like that and, and they look it's beautiful lovely lovely piece but one of the, the things which you see on um, as you mentioned uh, that that leviathan and then I think there's a, a castus in there um, which has the, the two um, the boons and oh, on the top of them they've got all that all that knot work on there um, yeah yeah I, I'd love to just have an entire sheet of knot work which I could just paste over models um, <laughs> Please save us. <laughs> there is painting involved. Help. Well, uh, I, I know Fallout Hobby sells like a, what do you call it? Like a Transfer. thing for the airbrush. No, no, they got an airbrush. Airbr- they got an airbrush pencil for it, doesn't they? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. And I bet they could sort you transfers if you talk to them. If mm. you don't have them already. No, yeah, definitely worth it. Um... And that, that could get me back to doing that case. I mean, I've, I've got three for the fifths already, so um, maybe I'll do it on the side of a fire actor or something like that. That would be pretty cool. That would yeah. be pretty cool. I've, I've looked at my case. Thornburg. I've got a Thunderhawk one. upstairs, which I don't know what to do with yet. I'm, I'm, should I make it a, a, the Aetostheos, uh, or should I make it grey? Um, the Aetostheos looks, looks more like an eagle than a Thunderhawk. It is represented by a Thunderhawk in game. Because yeah. See, no, I, I, I'm upset. You're not allowed to do anything special with it until they fucking do the Fulgrim's special Thunderhawk. <laughs> See, this is one of the things I don't ever have to worry about buying a specific Thunderhawk for, for my Primark because he just didn't have special ships. He had the Tormentor, there's a difference, but, you know, he didn't have... They were just pressing Ooh, as far as he was concerned. You get a plastic kit for your special ride. Fuck off, I got a resin one. Mine might be um, <clears throat> original, a long time ago from a country far, far away. Um, oh, dear. Yeah. Yes, just let's... Move on from that one. Yeah, let's move on from that one for but safety's sake. And, you know. the, just uh, since you mentioned the Aetos Dios, what do you think about the Custodes one that comes up? Oh, it's coming. The Custodes, the Custodes one? Slayer? The Custodes Slayer? 
Oh, um, I haven't read nearly enough about it, so um, does, it, it, does just, it have a void shield? No, it, it was just uh, previewed as a model. On the oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should um, be no, quite um, large. It, yeah. Might be, might <laughs> um, be useful with, as an ATSD. Yeah, with, with, with all custode stuff, um, it, it, everything, everything's big, everything's pretty in it, everything's... Um, Baroque's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ostentatious. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, de- de- definitely ostentatious. Um, but yeah, um, it, 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 it's they're, they're glorious, glorious models. They're all done in a very, very thematic style, and I really, really like them. Um, I, I've so far afforded one dreadnought, um, <laughs> and, um, and balking at the cost of the rest of the models, which I need to buy for it. But um, yeah. Um, I want to do um, a, a game on uh, on Prospero, so um, I've got to have all the forces which go with it. So it needs yeah. to happen. And have you got your opponent lined up then with the uh, the other side? And so um, you may have seen Mr. Pete Reese um, and um, his his lovely work on his his Thousand Sons already. Um, but then on top of that, he's also bought a Prospero board. Um, there's a guy um, it was in um, the, uh, the guys who had the game down on uh, the rock um, and uh, so the, the gaming event down on the rock oh the SMB um, reports that's the one yeah um, so um, one of those uh, boards which they had there uh, was a Prospero board oh I think I've seen it with the, the high uh, towers and stuff yeah. Yeah. So, so Peter's bought one of those for me to blow up. Um, I, well, I presume that's what he's bought it for. Um, he's making his own models look really, really pretty on it in the meantime. Um, but they're going to die. Uh, uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> As is right and proper. Will you bring a unit of, uh, I recall, the, the sons of Horus to kill the civilians? <laughs> um, thankfully, this is a revision of history where we're the good guys. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah. somebody, somebody has me, I guess. Um, okay. So <laughs> that being the case, that that uh, I mean that does sort of draw us um, the one one other thing I wanted to touch on with the book before we start talking about the units themselves is the actual fluff and the story and about how that's covered in book seven for Prospero. I mean, do you have sort of what are your thoughts on that, Lex? What, what do you, you know? We've we've heard about it in different ways through Thousand Suns and through uh, Prospero Burns, and then the book drops with all this info in there. What, what were your thoughts? Um, so I, 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 I really like it. Um, it, it, it it's um, where where you've got Thousand Suns, where you've got Prospero Burns, where you've got all the the different. Um, uh, the versions of it which which you've seen um you've also got a, a, another version of it in here um and this this one then on top of that uh, also gives you that that thing that you don't see um which is all the build-up um the imperial side and everything like that um more on the politics um and, and where russ uh, where russ is talking through um Ibn Rishtar, um trying to get hold of uh, magnus um I love the, the the question, which is which has always been there around that in my mind, uh, which is everybody presumes it's the Thousand Sons which have done it. Um, I've always had this sneaking suspicion um, that it was in fact uh, the Word Bearers which put in there as an as an agent, 
Um, so therefore, they knew he was an agent, but they were going for the wrong people. So when he was shouting um, at, at Magnus to, to lay down, to surrender, to do all this, he was going to the wrong people. So um, Lord, Lord was getting earache for nothing then. <laughs> exactly. Um, which, which I think would be um, it, it, the epitome of the heresy um, is that one thing is presumed, something else is happening, and then because of that, it all goes horribly wrong. Um, I mean, it, it, might, it might not be that, but there, there is no truth to it. There, there's no 100% this is exactly what happens, which is another part of what, what I love about it. Um, I mean, the fact that, um, yeah, um, you, you've got, as you... As you Keep mentioning, <laughs> you, um, you've got um, the, the, the War Masters forces there as well, um, because um, whilst this is book seven, this is this is the opening act almost of the heresy. This, this happens before everything else. Um, this happens before the Dropside Massacre, um, or, or is analogous in time with it. I mean, it's, um, it, it it's, it's something which um, he's planning as part of the same... I need to sweep the board and get the things out of the way with the two most powerful legions, um, which which I'll have problems with, um, and and it's those two. Um, and, and it, but the, the the sneaking steps which they have to take to get to Prospero, that they'll go past all these worlds to to try and find um, and make sure that they're, that they're, that nobody's going to escape. Or, um, yeah, and it's glorious. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, and, and the um, I think um, the, the the censure uh, letter uh, with all the seals on it, uh, so by the word and the will of the master of mankind, imperator imperatus uh, terregnum. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is. You will do. So is written. So it shall be. Um, what, what is going to happen? Um, and they got that right at the start. Um, yeah, it, it, it's great. It's about to get <laughs> yeah. real. So. Um... No. Here it is. Here's what was said. Now, 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 here's what happened. I mean, I, mm. I love the different. I love, personally, I like reading about the different stages, what's happening where, and one of my favourite things in general about the heresy is the maps in the books mm. where they show mm. how stuff sort of went down and where it went down. And that's because we're nerds, and you can't have a proper nerd book without mapping. This Everybody is knows. exceedingly true. You can't nerd out properly without a map. Um, you know, I blame Lord of the Rings for starting it all. You know, it was there. It was it, it was Tolkien's fault for having them at the beginning. And, mm. You know, setting it up from there. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, back to your point. Back to what, was I making one? I can't remember. Um, yeah, the, the well, just love the, it, it, the fluff in the, the book is what I was going for. Um, sort of what's what's sort of your favourite stuff? What's everybody's favourite stuff in that book? Well, it's the whole historical feel. It's like you're reading an, a historical account, even though it's uh, fictitious and set like in the far future of, you know, the dark, <laughs> the dark far future where there is only war. Well, that, that's it. I mean, it's, it's not that much further in the future. Um, I think all of the books have the because they're all written by the same person uh, or at least no. the same bunch of people. Um, and and, and they, they, they have that. Um, uh, that preface, uh, which say, um, yeah, when they what they're doing and why they're doing it and, and how they're trying to record everything, um, and yeah, it's 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 very cool that they do that. One um, one of the one of the bits that I think um, I particularly like about it, um, from a wolf's side of things, um, is the. Um, uh, you've, you've got the forces and the disp disposition of the different forces which which um, are out there um, and the space wolf one 
goes into the detail about the um, the different Space Wolf uh, great companies um, and, and what what they're called. Um, so there's the breakers of rings, the thread cutters, um, uh, the eagles keeper, um, all sorts of um, the, the really thematic and um, uh, cool names which they're going with it. And then on top of that, um, yeah. Uh, what sort of stuff they're doing and it, and it, it, it reinforces the idea that um, they've moved away quite distinctly um, from being uh, that uh, bellicosa um, this is how a, a legion will be set out um, and have a, a couple of specific great companies which are going to be turning up um, and uh, with with heavy armor or all that sort of troops but a lot of them, uh, most of them, um, are, yeah, guys with beards and swords coming to save your face in. Um, the, yeah. the good old-fashioned rape and pillage murder parties of the uh, Norse, <laughs> Norse history and, you know... They uh, did not the, do this, that. Pardon? They did not do that. That's, oh, well. that's, that, that's what your history books tell you. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> you were on the receiving end, so that's why you're coloured. That's that's why we're coloured, are we? Yeah. Okay. So well, what's a burn monastery between friends? Fuck's sakes. Depends if they making, didn't want the monastery it burnt, need or not, goddamn it. That's if they didn't want difference. it burnt, they should have built it there. <laughs> if they didn't want it burnt, they shouldn't have built it there. Oh, Chris, you you you. <laughs> You romantic. So we're, talking, you, you... we're talking about Tesco, right? Yeah, yeah. apparently so. Apparently There's a couple of beautiful, beautiful um, color plates. Um, uh, there, there's the there's the one of Tesco, which they've got um, on. Um, I don't know if you guys have managed to get a copy, um, but it's um, a postcard. Greetings from from Prosper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so, it's so good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I still haven't got around to doing the, the the just to mainly bug my missus because she she loves the Hubris of um, of the Crimson King, um, and so it's all about um, his his lies and deceits to himself and his sons. Um, but um, what I want to do is just just to burn it and get a lighter and, and just send it to her um, on YouTube or something like that because she'll appreciate it. Sure. Um, but <laughs> um, relationship the, right there. Uh, uh, there's a postcard for Talon as well. I think it's the yes, same yes, postcard series. Oh, I want that. <laughs> Go to all these nice so places and, and watch the radioactive hellholes they become. Um, so, but there's there's that initial beautiful, beautiful cityscape, and and then there's um, the one with the Xiphons diving over the top of it, um, and the fires initially breaking out, and the initial invasion through the um, uh, through the seaport, um, and it, it it just looks. Yeah, that much darker and grittier and uh, yeah like it's all about to go horribly wrong <laughs> it's like shit's about to go down or something man you know like mm. yeah, <laughs> in, in space was it down yeah <laughs> it's like damn man it's it's about to go down in your town and you know population you bro it's gonna hurt uh, yeah they're, they're pretty cool I mean Freddie have you got any f sort of favourite uh, favourite plates or fluff or anything from the, the book uh, well uh, like uh like Lex, you said, like the the thing. As I'm an old history buff, and I know JP will agree to agree to this. It it's just a whole like you could be reading ancient Rome history or something like uh, a massive ancient battle, or you could be reading the Horus Heresy. You get the same feel. You get like the 
you have the sensor host forces dispositions like what they contain like the terror contingents you have the wolf contingents and then you have like the traitor side or no, whoever's traitor here probably no one but and then you have the thousand thousand sun side and their disposition like the planet of defense for the poor fucking <laughs> militia cut in between and yeah and like where they were in the city what they were doing and then it's kind of like a step step by step account for like the this stalingrad-esque fight for the city Mm. it is beautiful I mean uh, personally uh, I've already touched on it I absolutely love the um, the Leviathan Dreadnought uh, at the very beginning that just sort of that was a real stand up and take notice piece for me when I first saw it yeah. um, and I must admit the other thing that I do like um, it has the same feel to me uh, as book three I think it is um, which is where the Iron Warriors first show up in that one, you've got the Iron Warrior with the um, old-style pattern autocannon. So your Iron Havoc heavy support marine standing there, sort of looking like he's just done his bit. You know, everything's calmed down, but he's there, ready to go. And mm. I'm looking at the Space Wolf one, which is actually about the the uh, on their sort of army list appendix. And the guy's just stood there with chainsaw, bolt pistol, some scrimshaw work on his armor some you know not work on there a couple of little totems i'm just looking at it going look yep he's, he's a space wolf he's just taking care of business he he looks like he belongs there and i really like those those two pieces for me were sort of like real stunning pieces to see mm -hmm. so, I, I think of everything however um it would be remiss of us not to talk about it um, as we're talking about book seven and and the artwork, um, um, the prospering civilians, uh, which are in, which are in the book. Um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those, the the the, uh, the innocent bystanders who are there at the base of the pyramid. Uh, Absolutely. They want some might or might not be pictured on page forty four. You mean? Exactly that, exactly that. Exactly um, those. And if you don't know who we're looking for, talking about, you need to go to page 44 of said book and take a look because it's extremely important. And uh, we, you will know when you find them what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we, when, when the book first came out at the weekend, uh, um, we're, we're, we, we, we got it first thing in the morning and we're, we're back to the hotel room. We're just going through it and, and we, we start seeing it and we're like, really, really? Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, and we thought we thought it was glorious. Um, um, and I'm 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 really happy with that. that uh, yeah, these things happen because it makes a story of it. like rut row. I want to know who that guy is so I can get my copy signed with whoever he is. Um, oh, that would be kind of awesome. It's like, dude, do you know you're famous? We were. Um, um, yeah. My, but, but, uh, I was going to say. Right, Chris, talk, go. Yeah, might Easy just words. have been that they just Google an image and, or an image database and just took a random image oh, they didn't no, have absolutely. to pay much for and then painted on it, basically. Well, that's still absolutely awesome. Oh, no, 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 yeah, I, I don't disagree that yeah, it, it, it's, it's probably come off of something exactly like that. But, um, yeah. Well, I was, I was going to argue for the realism of the photos. <laughs> because imagine, imagine Earth right now. Like in five minutes' time, they're going to be censored, and the entire fucking drop pod armada lands here. What is the mm. first thing eighty percent of the retarded population would do? They're like, "Fuck, 
We need to put this on social media. We need to get <laughs> the fuck out of there. That is, that is iPhone's up. iPhone's up. We're on. Speaking of, my favorite piece of the artwork is on page 39 where the Stormbirds are landing. Yeah. On top of, on, basically on top of the custodes, but who cares? <laughs> And I, I find, I mean, actually, I mean, I find it quite interesting um, with that one. Um, so Tisker is, is definitely burning along with the rest of Prospero and Stormbirds are landing and coming in. Um, but the and, and the and this is the cover for the book. The, the, the main focus of it is the custodes. Yeah. Um, which, which just seems a bit weird um, with, with, with so much cool wolf um, artwork throughout the rest of it. Um, um, yeah, I, I just found it a bit strange. Um, Might be a balance issue as well, want to have equal representation, or just, it's a cool yeah. image, let's put it in. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it, it's a glorious image. Um, yeah, well, I, I think it is, it's because the custodes has always been some sort of mythical thing mm, that mm. that hasn't existed besides those guys with uh, the fucking crossed leather bare-chested Hey, I, I have some of those. You mean uh, the, Chippendales, the Chippendales of the uh, Games Workshop <laughs> universe. It They're is also quite a decent composed picture because you've got the grav tanks and one or, one or two customs in front. But when you look past that, you see the stormbirds, you see the drop pods, you see the eldritch lightning in the sky, you see the burning pyramids. So I'm they're a bit more of a destruction. The, the most important thing here is the amount of knowledge which is dying there. I, I think everybody can get behind that. Um, yeah, I'm all for yeah, burning. burning words. No, no, no descending voices here. I think I, I think that carries the day. Excellent. I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we, with that, the library of Prospero burns. And we're all happy. Um, <laughs> and that was episode. <laughs> yeah, that was episode forty-one, forty, and in episode forty-nine, whatever. We'll revisit this with the the, well, we're called players the, who hate the, us. the burning of the library. <laughs> Right, that's it. That's the episode title. Most definitely sorted right there. <laughs> the burning of the library. You just have to listen to find out what we're talking about. Or just, um, or just change it quickly. Silence in library. Because... Oh, nice Doctor Who reference there. Still not ginger. Hashtag still not ginger. <laughs> um, but let's not go down that route because that might, that might cause a few fanboy issues. So let's... <laughs> yeah, but people are idiots. People are idiots. Yeah, yeah they are. Um, but still not ginger. That's all I can say. Um, so let's let's actually now because we've we've talked about the aesthetic, we've talked about the the general you know back and forth history of the of the wolves. Let's talk about the wolves now as they exist in 30k because they have rules and they they boy do they have rules. Um, so they they have rules. They have special units. They've got some special characters. They've got a a dude who's brought his brothers with him and they happen to be furry. So let, let's start talking about all this. So let's let's talk about one of the one of the spe very special things straight off the bat is the wolf selection. Um, Lex, you, you are our resident wolf expert, which is why we ha we obviously have your your beautiful candor here. Um, so Hello. what is what is it what how, what is this sort of specifics when it comes to creating the wolf army? Um, all the infantry all the time. Um, Grey slayers are. The absolute mutts nuts, uh, as it were, uh, and you should have as many of them as physically possible. Um, but it, yeah, um, anything else is then flavour. Um, yeah, uh, giant packs, minimum fifteen, I'd say. Um, lots and lots and lots of those. 
Um, and yeah, I, I'd run probably three. Um, one, of the, one of the interesting things about them is that Warriors Metal um, allows them to um, shoot and then um, uh, and then uh, assault, um, and everybody gets um, the the plus one on the run. So it's um, yeah, you're either running and then assaulting or shooting and assaulting. Um, and the only problem with that is is that um, other than if you're running Russ uh, and uh, and veterans. Um, who can take it as a veteran skill. Um, nobody else gets Warrior's Metal, um, which is the best thing, um, which is why you need so many of them. Uh, but it does mean that no, you're not putting maybe, unless you're taking it as a shooting squad, potentially, um, you're not taking um, maybe Apothecaries with them. They're not maybe going to be as survivable um, as um, uh, as other um, uh, units coming across the board. Um, as assault units, because you, 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 <laughs> your important thing of being able to um, fight, run, fight um, is, is is going to be hampered uh, by having other units with them. Um, so I, I like that balancing act, uh, which which they've got in there with them. Um, other than that, yeah, as I say, I, there's there's a variety of other stuff. Um, there's all sorts of. Um, Cool units uh, with uh, the Priest of Fenris, I particularly like. Um, they, they've done a very nice um, way of uh, getting rid of uh, apothecaries and um, uh, psychics and um, the other ones which wear black, which are escaping me right now. That's the one. I may have drunk too much wine. <laughs> I'm putting down to sleep deprivation. Um, and, Put it down to anything um, you like, mate, as long as you're putting it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, 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 they've done a really nice job of, of, of putting them in there. And I asked the question the other day, because I, I looked at it and said, does this mean that because they don't have the support character uh, rule, um, that I can have a completely psychic um, HQ? Um, so are they second only um, to the Thousand Suns? And Technically, because you're, you're taking one HQ per thousand points. So if you play a 5,000 point game, I have to take five HQ choices, and only one of those has to be um, a Praetor. Um, so, yeah, technically they're second only the thousand suns, but in a 5,000 point game, um, <laughs> we're still, everybody else uh, under the sun is still going to be completely out of class 5,000 suns, and you're never going to be able to get anything psychic. Um, but... Maybe Scandus next year. Um, I think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Scandis next year. <laughs> Let's get Scandis this year out of the way first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, I really like the, the thematic nature of um, that you have to take uh, one HQ per 1,000 points. I mean, that was exactly the same as um, um, what was happening with the 13th Company Warbands. Um, and they've got, they've got some very nice... Vice um, of War as well. Um, so uh, should we it's... go through? Should we start? Should we talk about the? Well, there's there's the Rights of War, and they've got some really mm. really nice Warlord traits as well, mm, mm, which are fun. I mean, I don't think. Uh, I mean, if you're playing Wolves, you're playing Wolves. If you're not playing Wolves, you should go out and get Book Seven anyway. Um, but take, no, your you, enemy sort of stone. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but who? Which are you sort of? If you've got to pick two, you're rolling. You know, you're rolling two dice, whatever for your praetor. Which of the two you kind of hope you have to uh, have to choose between when when you come to these uh, space wolf uh, warlord traits, Lex? Um, so, how of the death wolf, and I'd probably get the worm actually. 
Um, so, uh, Howl of the Death Wolf um, is the big one, um, which is a once per game effect, um, which Russ gives you, and also one of the Rights of War gives you as well. Um, so, uh, it, it means you can have it twice, um, because if, if Russ is in there, he's your HQ, and therefore automatically has it at the Warlord trait. Um, once per game, the Warlord may declare the use of this special rule at the start of the player turn. Uh, for the duration of that, all run and charge distances made for models in this army can be reruled. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can do that twice per game? Ouch, we're, ouch. We're in, we're in Orcs territory here for, for shenanigans, but with a, a three-up save, strength four, weapons, weapon skill five, <laughs> multiple attacks, yeah. Um, because everything every, everything starts with a bolt pistol and close combat weapon. So my basic guys are two attacks, three attacks on the charge. Um, yeah. Can, can you do it twice a game, though? Like if Liam Russ... Doesn't he become the warlord and then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, as I say, the the other one is if you take the blo- um, bloody claws as as the right of war, um, then you get that again. So ah, okay. That's, that's why you can do it twice. Oh. <laughs> then I'm with you. <laughs> now I'm twitching. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's... Well, and, and and it encourages you to, to and, and that particular right of war again again encourages you. Um, so your uh, your limitations are. Um, can't take immobile artillery or slow and purposeful units, um, and you can't take allied space marines. Cool. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've got no problem with that. <laughs> I was going to say that doesn't sound too too hampering for a for a space wolf player. It's like okay, can't take other fuck them. <laughs> it's like like I care. <laughs> like they want to hang with you anyway. <laughs> it, it is interesting though because it specifically says you cannot take allied space marine legion detachments. So you can take Custodes, uh, you can take Knights, you can take Solar Auxilia. Um, the only thing you can't take is other Space Marines. Does it say Space Marine Legions or Space Marines? No, it's Space Marine Legion Detachments. Oh, Black Shields then. Yeah, yeah, can't take those. They're oh, not, no, Legion. They're, yeah. they're not Legions. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's very, very specific. Um, but yeah, quite, so, quite cool. Yeah. But I, I think it... I think it's designed that way is because you can run it in a Prospero scenario. Yes, no, uh, absolutely. Um, um, and then uh, the other one which I particularly like um, is uh, Get the Worm, um, which is we've been going out burning worlds, getting all sorts of weird and interesting stuff, um, and D3 infantry units of five or more models um, get, either, um, get defensive grenades and cause fear. So one to three units in your army, on top of your Viragia, are causing fear. And there isn't no no fear in this. So, yeah. That's people start failing those leadership checks. They'll... That's pretty horrible. Yeah, that'll, mm. that'll definitely upset a few people. Um, uh, unless you're Ultramarines, then you fear on, what is it, like a 10 plus? And, or if you're oh. Death Guard, then you'd give a shit about fear. <laughs> But yeah, it, it still exists out there. So I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that the Werebearers, you know, with all they've seen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, maybe well, because of what they've seen. Uh... <laughs> uh, I think it's awesome that the only one that are battle brothers or whatever you call, like yeah, yeah, with the with the night lords are the death guard because they don't give a shit. They're like yeah, whatever. <laughs> Flayed babies. That's nothing. You should see what I have in my trunk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bitch. You know, it's, uh, I've been there, done that, done worse. Get on with it. It's, it's, it's a bit like, oh, she got the flayed baby. Well, I dissolved the one I found. 
exactly. And made it into a chem potion. Really? Is that all you bring into this party? (laughs) This acid tank contains the remnants of at least one million babies. (laughs) Fuck you, mate. (laughs) What the fuck? That's what you need to join our club. Yeah. And I'm glad we found a level. And mostly involved dissolving babies. Yeah. Well, it's it's only serious this long. It could be worse. It could be worse. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Half dissolved little... babies. Yeah. So, rights of war. <laughs> before we, before we get, I don't think we'll ever beat Puppygate, but still, I don't want to try. Um, That's because that was a joke yeah. life story instead of just. It's yeah. still wrong. <laughs> but yes, you are right. It could Chris. be worse. It could also be pineapple plantation. Yeah. The, we don't talk about pineapple because no. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, so, rights of war. We have yeah. what have we got here? We got the pale hunters. Uh, yeah. Is that the oh, no? And the bloodied claws. So, do you want to give us a quick run through of those, uh, Alex, and uh, give us your yeah, thoughts on yeah. them as a player? Okay, so um, pale hunters basically um, gives you. Um, plus one to your reserve, uh, which is always useful, um, and then. Uh, you get hit and run with everything, um, which isn't quite as good as your normal hit and run. It's 2d6 instead of 3d6. Um, and then um, if you charge something which is already engaged, um, and then at which point um, you get an additional attack. So it basically is asking you, engage something, bring something else on, and then uh, and then welling it with other things. Um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. There's better stuff out there. I was going to say, you don't sound overly plussed on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad. I mean, if, you, if you're playing um, in any kind of scenario which, which involves reserves, um, or if you're, if you're playing lots of flyers, maybe, potentially, um, then plus one to your resolve rolls. Everything turns up on a two plus. It, it, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Um, but it, 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 or, or lots of outflank maybe um, because if lots of, lots of stuff is coming up the board um, it's fast up the board and then things are coming on from the, from the sides but the only problem with outflank obviously is that you can't assault after, after you've come on from outflank so yeah and that, that, that's that's my only downside to it is, is that engaging stuff um, if it's engaged already because these guys are combat monsters then yeah, it's probably all going to be wrecked. And if it's not wrecked already, <laughs> then you're doing something wrong. <laughs> you dice or it's all gone horribly wrong you. for you already. Yeah, the um, dice, so dice yeah. definitely left you at that point. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's not terrible. I mean, it's, it's one of those characterful, but you probably wouldn't use it um, if, if, if you're playing um, in a sort of comp sort of game. Um, like it wouldn't take you home to meet your mother kind of thing. Um it could probably work. A combo, combo <laughs> with outflanking and drop pods would be pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it could work, but again, in, with both of those, is that you can't assault out of them. So um, you drop pod in, and you're there, and then you assault on the second turn, and your mates come on on the second turn, but they can't then assault, and because it, it gives you bonuses for assaulting something which is already engaged, so you, you almost need to come on on reserves on the third turn. So maybe if you've got um, a uh, a command tank which allows you re-roll reserves or something like that, so you don't have to come on, that could be useful. 
but yeah. that's almost like shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> well, I'm thinking more like uh, drop pods dropping down turn one, they are yeah. solved. The next round drops turn two, mm-hmm. then they are solved. Yeah, it's, it's that one turn. Well, they are solved turn two, and then the next one can solve turn three, so yeah. Yeah, 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 potentially, potentially. So yeah, I mean, it, 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 it sounds kind of elderly in that you've got to have a lot of things stacking up to work for you and to make it all work properly, which I don't trust because it's Xenos. Because <laughs> it's dirty and evil and Xenos. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think you, it, it's sort of like the Moroscari. You have to build the army around it to make it. Resort. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, oh, oh absolutely. Whereas, um, yeah, Pale Hunt, oh, sorry, Bloody Claw, it, it, again, you have to build your army around it, kind of, but if you're building your army with tons and tons and tons of infantry anyway, then you're doing that already. Yeah. Uh, um, because it's, um, everybody gets Furious Assault, but you've got, you've got a charge. Okay, <laughs> we like charging and we're good at it. Don't, yeah. don't see the downside so far. No, um, you get a plus one to the combat resolution. Um, That's always if you're in the if you're in the opponent's deployment zone, um, and yeah, you've got yeah, as as we mentioned earlier, you've got how the devil um, at, again, um, which is yeah, you get a reroll um, your uh... words. Words. Um, so you're, you're a charge. <laughs> then you run, run and charge. Um, yeah. So, um, so, so it, it feels like like the this like the the right of wars fluff wise like they have a place. Like first is the initial charge, and then like the, the second one is like the follow up when everyone has landed and they're on the ground and you've already got that beachhead, and then then you're yeah. pushing out from there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you're taking the fight to them, because you because you're getting that um, that bonus in your opponent's um, um, deployment yeah. zone, it's encouraging you to get there, which you want to do yeah. anyway. Yeah. And, 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 the, first, and, the first one is like get everything down now, and you just fucking smash skulls and establish a beachhead, and then we just go on fucking mass assault. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, as I say, I mean the as a right of war. You, it, it's not taking, stopping you taking anything you don't want to take anyway, because yeah, every, everything's great, um, and you want to take lots of infantry, and you want to go in and smash face. So, um, and and even if you want to take um, armored assault, um, so you can take say lots and lots of uh, transport vehicles, and which you're going to sort out of. Cool, take take three Spartans, assault out the front of them. Yeah, you still get your bonuses. Um, yeah, there, there, there's no downside to it. It's all types yeah. of pretty, basically. Well, um, unless you're on the receiving end. Well, yeah, which I know my luck, I will be at some point. Um, but... Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, you will. Oh, will I now? Okay, fair enough. We, this is how it's going to be. Right, okay. Well, it was always going to be like that, wasn't it, mate? Let's be fair. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No two ways about it. So there's, the, there's two, bottom line is, two really thematic rights of war that work to different strengths of the army. Um, yeah. And you can, it gives you a lot of space to, uh, you know, paint, shape, style around whatever it is you want to uh, actually put out on the um, on the field itself, which, uh, as yeah, you said true. before, was Lots kind of, of kind of a kind of something maybe may missing, but most definitely um, glad to have here now. 
um, as part of as part of the sort of the release. So, as always, there's there are the, this, we're looking at the special sort of units of war gear, and I, I love the fact that first of all, there are no wolves on on Fenris apart from the wolves <laughs> and the Fenrisian oh, wolves. No, no. No, 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 they're not on Fenris. They've taken them with them. Ah, that, see, that's what it's all... This is where it all comes from. There are no wolves in Fenris. Why? They all died in the Great Crusade and the, the, the heresy. No, no, they're currently upgrading them with cybernetics. Oh. Yeah. They only take about 10,000 years, but they'll be, they'll be ready. Oh, right, okay. No, no, so, no, no, no. We, 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 we get cybernetic wolves in the past as well. It's good. We're about to ride them. <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't talk Sorry. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 there's reasons that doesn't get mentioned. <laughs> a very fair point there, Chris. Actually, um, so yeah, there's 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 the unique Federation wolf, which um, it's I like this. I love the way it's, it's like purchased like war. Uh, wolf is purchased like war gear rather than as a regular unit. And up to two Fenrisian rules may be purchased for any Space Wolf, Legion Praetor, or Legion Centurion not equipped with a jump pack for 10 points each. Because the reality is he couldn't leap with one under each arm. Uh, but couldn't you just put the jump pack on the wolf or in the wolf to make it in a cybernetic way? I think you'd do much. <laughs> Ooh, I, 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 like hear the, the, I hear the, the dark mechanicum calling that way, which went through there. I know. You know, you know the gravi the grabbing pillar things that Iron Man got. Oh yeah. Just put yeah, one just... in each paw. Nothing <laughs> could possibly go wrong. Yeah. Well, what, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> so... But just imagine from the movie when he first tries them out in his lab, trying to float around on them. Imagine a wolf instead. That's trying to float around on the grabbing pillars. Markably hilarious, and something tells me Peter would be on the phone right away. And it's not like they just haven't tried to have a go at Games Workshop at some point recently. There's probably a video on YouTube somewhere. It probably is. Already, it's, already it's, it's mostly cats hovering and occasionally otters. You don't generally see dogs hovering. So there was someone maybe, who. Maybe, maybe they just don't know how. There was someone wrong. who built that drone out of his cat. When it died. Exactly. Once again, with cats, not dogs. So. Or the Orville copter or something. Like that. Uh, okay, I'm going to have to try and bring this back off tangent now because <laughs> this is a good tangent. We could go down here for a while. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Ferrisio well. wolves exist. They are here. Um, they you can upgrade them to cyber wolves. See, there they are. Five points the model cyber wolves. Yes. So 15 point extra extra model. Uh, but can they fly? No, but they have five so, plus feel no pain, which is not. Then there's no bad. point to them. Um, okay, fair enough. Chris is obviously <laughs> still, let's put the law down there. They're just not worth it. Um, not no bad. point to them. Um, they, they, they are, they're, they're basically um, additional wounds with with an extra attack um, for anything which you've got which doesn't have uh, warrior's metal um, to have your praetor running along with, which is probably terminators. Um, and as you've got Terminators as an option anyway, you probably take those, uh, other than they look cool. Um, Terminator Wolves. <laughs> it's an option. Um, but, Shark um, jumping, Christopher. <laughs> um, they're, 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 if, if you're just walking things across the table, uh, rather than going in a transport vehicle, then, then the extra ablative look cool wounds, um, uh, which give you an extra four attacks, six on the charge. Um, which is quite nice. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with them. And the the other thing with them is is that 
um, they go with the uh, Praetor or, or Centurion. Um, and that's the character which you have to have uh, for any, per thousand points, um, every um, uh, compulsory HQ has to be either a Praetor or a Centurion. And so it means that, yeah, the, the, the guy in charge of your warband is, is going to be able to take them, which, which is quite nice. Um, it, again, it's thematic. Um, it doesn't necessarily fit with everybody's view of what the routes are, um, but it, it's there for people who want to use it. Yeah, so it's a nice little touch. Then then, yeah. they, then there's a little bit of retconning uh, in my eyes. It may not be the case because I know it's there in the fluff somewhere, but still feels like retconning. And that's the frost weapons. <laughs> They're not made of Kraken, Steve. No, apparently not. They're made of magical <laughs> slave frost or whatever. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, for me at the moment, I mean, this came back to the, the, the Slayer comments from earlier um, and goes on to um, another one, another one of units, which we'll come to probably on the next page, um, is um, that, yeah, um, if I want to take a Frost Axe or, or anything like that, um, I want it to look cool. Um, and I don't want it to just look like a, a toothed axe or a, a bit of rock or, or anything like that. So what I'm currently going for um, is the, um, the Fire Slayers. Um, they've got those really ornate axes with all the bits cut out and everything like that. Mm. And I'm thinking that that could work quite well, especially mm. as dwarves are hairy men who like, who like their beard, beard um, and beard and beards yeah. um, <laughs> and have really big yeah and have really big hands and um, so i mean it all works out quite nicely um so i'm i'm, I'm probably going to use those um because i think it would be yeah something slightly different a bit ornate and yeah i think it could work quite well so it's it's my 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 mile personally i mean it sounds like a great idea the way you're doing them it's just something about the effectively what sounds like marvel superhero powers you know, or, or some sort of um, superhero name, you know, Frost Axe or, or whatever. Um, mm. It just, it, I don't know, it was a little bit too fantasy for me with the Space Wolves. It's just a personal yeah. thing. Um, and I wasn't a big fan of it when it came into 40k, and it just feels like relatively well retconned in here, that's all to me. Um, but again, I mean, Chris, you and I have talked about this in the past, that there was supposedly some sort of law behind these these frost weapons anyway uh something to do where with where russ's pod hit or whatever it was um yeah, if memory serves that might be something there might be something something like that maybe i'm not blowing smoke out of my own ass um, no, no, the, the, no no i mean the the, the the bit of fluff on uh page 227 no less <laughs> the frost blades um it, it basically says that yeah um it, it's down to uh russ's axe uh and um it being designed along the same lines as that they basically tried to, to make something which works as well um so i mean using uh, the dwarven axes which are yeah, kind of aesthetically similar um works for me um but then on top of that it also has um the the bit which says then coupled with the unique materials gleaned from uh, the De death world fenris um including teeth and and stuff like that so yeah if if you want to take it down the line that it, it it's incredibly hard, hard teeth um out of some kraken beast of, of a uh tendril of some 
Tyranid fleet, then you can. Um, or you can just have them as really, really well-made bits of metal where they were copying their, their Primax blade. Yeah. So you, you, you've effectively got both options in there. It's more that I think I'm just, it feels a bit that they're trying to jam the 40k World of Warcraft look in, uh, yeah. which I'm not a fan of. Well, um, if they didn't want the World of Warcraft look, they probably shouldn't have designed a sword like Frostmourne. His sword's always been like that, though. I, mean, I know, but the, the current iteration of the sword is more like Frostmourne than the old one. Fair point. Fair point, Chris. Mm. But... The, the aesthetics of the sword. Yeah, but on the true. other hand, it, it might have benefits. Like he might be able to command the army of the dead now. <laughs> he just no doesn't spoilers. need to find the Necrons. No spoilers. No last spoilers. Um, okay, fair enough. We're going Necrons. That's, that, that works. Um, so moving on from my my bit of bit of I am fourth rant there about you know stuff um, <coughs> and uh, defiling dwarf slayers. Hey. Shame on you. Not defiling. Um, the, it, it, it's not really involved. He's just brutally murdering them. But the, I'm using useless, these right? snippers. Okay, those snippers. You didn't, no didn't say it was the fire slayers. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not the. Oh, it's, if it's not the classic. It's ones, a Sigmar right? one. Oh no, these are these are Asia Sigmar dwarfs. Okay, um, oh, okay, all right, cool. Right, yeah, right. Everybody's happy with chopping those up. Send send some on my way, and I'm gonna fucking cut into it. <laughs> so there's another another really cool piece of gear, which is the uh, the runic armor, uh, which yeah. is pretty awesome, like disturbingly awesome. Um, yeah, two plus save plus one to your wounds characteristic and increases your deny the witch. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> plus that what happens wound. when you use magic to make armor. <laughs> Jealousy will get you nowhere. <laughs> I don't use power armor of any kind. <laughs> yes, bro. Yeah, yeah, true. You you are basically living metal, um, so that can be understood. Um, but plus one to your wound characteristic. I mean, come on, a four wound, fucking non-special character is pretty ball. ball. On a bike, with, with which makes him toughness five. And then you <laughs> just need to need a way to make him uh, eternal warrior to last longer. Um, well, I'd rather not, um, mainly because yeah, 30k. Um, Blative yeah. wound wolves, maybe. Maybe it could no, be. no, no. He, he only needs that uh, magic priest dude. Hmm? The magic priest dude rolled the proper psychic power, and now you will have eternal warrior. But they don't have any psychers, you know. Officially. <laughs> also, there are no wolves in Fenris. Yeah, officially. Officially. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all all off world. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've already this is an established fact now. <laughs> Varangian heresy fact: they're all off world. That's what happened to them. Uh, but no, the rune armor is is a very tasty piece of gear, and I can't see why on earth you wouldn't want to use it for your characters. In yeah, I mean, it, it's. Um, the, the the cost is is negligible comparatively to the rest of the cost of your army, um, so yeah, um, it means that uh, your normally two wounds slightly squishy um, characters, which you might worry about, are now three wounds, um, and therefore you're, you're quite happy with it. Yeah, I'll be, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, that's pretty 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 fucking I mean, tasty. <laughs> th 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 Thirty points a pop. But yeah, I mean, when it comes when it comes to the cost of your army, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not worried about 
uh, that's not really a major, you know, for what it gives yes. you, that's pretty, t pretty tasty. Uh, yeah. Let's be honest. Um, I mean, I could think of it, 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 It's not too bad, like, uh, because uh, I tend to lose all my characters to instant death anyway, so... <laughs> they, 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 they're gonna have fucking twelve wounds. It doesn't matter. Instant death and uh, instant death and rolling perfection when it comes to your two up armor saves, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna beast this on him at the front. Oh wait. Yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna take. Oh shit. Um, oh, the, the, the opponent, <laughs> the opponent sergeant stumbled with his power fist and oh. <laughs> oh well <laughs> bye Eidolon or <laughs> yeah but uh, no so yeah tasty piece of git uh, kit, kit even slurring here and I'm not even drinking git, git works as well git, yeah. yeah well that's pretty much what I'll be rephrasing to anybody who wears that and makes those saves because it'll happen uh, let's start off with the, the special unit so death sworn pack <laughs> who are these dudes come on tell, tell us about these dudes um, so yeah, um, if if you've read um, any of the, um, the uh, well, Prospero, um, <laughs> basically, um, that they, they are um, the the six of the dead. They're, they're the, um, the the people who are out there. They will die. They're, they're, we've mentioned them earlier. Effectively, they're slayers. You're getting space wolf slayers in artificer armor. With power axes and crazy ass stasis grenades, um, they're, they're awesome. Um, I, I have all the time in the world for them. Um, they're, they're they're very 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 cool. And, and, uh, and they permanently has that last gasp uh, second ed uh, strategic card played on this. Yes, <laughs> yes, they do. Um, <laughs> this is it. I mean, so I've got an unwieldy weapon, um, but. Um, I don't care. I'm two attacks basic. I've got a bolt pistol as well, so that's three. Four on the charge, because I'm probably doing that. Um, you've killed me first? Oh, cool. I'm having four power axe attacks. Enjoy. The fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so if, if, if they're locked in assault, if, if they die um, before they fall, you still make your, your attacks at your initiative step. They're, they're, they're glorious. Um Glorious, that's, yeah. That, that, that's on the fact that they've got a two-up save on top of that anyway. So, um, God damn it! <laughs> five guys, five guys, 175 points, um, two attacks, two-up save. Uh, weapons are called four, five on the charge because they're space wolves, um, and yeah, just wrecking face and taking names. Um, oh, and and <laughs> the stasis bombs. Um, which are all the fun of the fair. Um, so they count as defensive grenades um, because nobody wants to come near them. Um, and then on top of that, six-inch range, uh, strength X with a star, which is always good. Um, <laughs> oh, great, AP yeah. two, um, so three-inch blast, pinning, gets hot, flesh pain two plus. Mm -hmm. so, that's decent. Say, yeah. say that again slowly. <laughs> so the, the the idea is is that they're, they're they're just ripping time apart anywhere near them where they go off, and your arm might be displaced two minutes behind you. Um, because yeah, reasons. it seems like a, a stolen uh, Dark Angel stuff, though. <laughs> it, it's uh, too bad that they haven't replaced their secondary heart with one. I, somebody should do that um, and make a crap cool. model of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> r r riding a wolf. 
No, I want that. It's, no, it's a battle no. with two power axes in each hand. To, to, be, to be fair, he just uh, went around and uh, shagged winches. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they're, they're pretty brutal. Base, what, 175 points for... 175 for five. Yeah. That's... That's pretty tasty compared to a veteran squad, which is like 150 yeah. for five. Um, yeah. Yikes. Uh, they, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, they, sa- um, they sound definitely worth it. Though. And if you if you got a speaker of the dead, which is the um, uh, the the guy in black, which I mentioned previously, the, 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 um, the, the, the not the the not the chaplain, thing. not the not chaplain. Yeah. yeah. Um, he could take them as a command squad. Okay. That's handy. So that that means that they're not taking up an elite squad, elite choice as well. It does mean that you have to, have to say it does mean that um, they also get feel no pain. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, how horrible! <laughs> how painful yeah. for them! Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's oh, for unpainful them. for them. That too. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I really like them. Um, you can have the twenty five points extra for any additional ones. Um, they can have a variety of weapons. <laughs> they can have red grenades. <laughs> um, Mad- madness. Because reasons. <laughs> they should they should just take a red grenade and tape it to a stasis grenade. A toxic stasis portal. Yay! <laughs> but yeah, they're, 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 they're absolutely brutal on every level. And and um, one, one, of the, one of the things which I'm, I've been a, a bit grumpy about, um, if, if I'm allowed to say so, um, is uh, that uh, whilst I recognise that. Uh, Thousand Suns haven't had much love for, for many, many moons. Um, they have got a lot of plastic, which has just turned up. And then they've got a lot of resin, which has just turned up as well. Um, and the wolves got one plastic guy and a dreadnought and, a, and the Primarch and his boys. I would have liked to have seen this unit. and that, I would have liked to have just seen a different unit or an upgrade kit for, for the Vargia or something like that. Something which is unit-based rather than just um, character-based. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's my, my one gripe of, of things currently. But it does mean that I am converting them out of um, Fire Slayers um, because they've got tattoos, and it does mean that I get a two-up save of some half-naked guys, which I'm sure everybody will be fine with. <laughs> they say what? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's legit. Sounds like uh, the old rules for executioners and the handmaidens of the Ever Queen. Yeah, which, yeah, which, yeah. which one? Which one were covered in head to toe in chainmail and plate armor and had light armor, and the other ones had steel bikinis and had heavy armor. <laughs> I'm going with the the tattoos count as um, electric defensive wards or something like that. It it, 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 it all works out. If you've but, just been talking to an electro priest. Yeah, yeah, basically. I'm glad you. I'm glad everybody understands it and accepts it. Yeah. But I'm still thinking about chainmail bikinis. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, that, that I got lost in translation somewhere around chainmail bikinis as well. Uh, yeah, the handmaids of the Ever Queen. Everybody back into the room quite quickly. Jody in a chainmail <laughs> bikini. Right there we go. We've yeah. ruined that for everyone. So. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. 
Thank you for that, Lex. Even I, even that's okay, buddy. It, even um, for myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I hope it's changing. Myself. How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Right, okay. Let, let, let's move on from crazy crazies to um, almost, almost our namesake, uh, the uh, Vargir Wolfguard Terminator Squad, because nothing says wolves like Wolfguard Terminators. So yeah, I that they're they're chunky. Um, they're Weapons are called five, six on the charge because they're, they're space balls. Um, they're two attack space, three because they're terminators. Um, and they're all in cataphracty. Um, everybody has a frost axe of some variety. Um, so, like I say, um, if I was modeling them, um, I would go for one of those on every single one. Um, and the other fun thing with them is. Everybody can have a chain fist, or everybody can have a thunder hammer, or everybody can have a heavy flamer, um, or everybody can have yeah a second frost blade. So um, if you want to, the entire unit can have reaper also cannons. We see it, right? Damn. Suck on that fucking iron. So <laughs> can the, the ultramarine guys. Yeah, but they copied us in the first place, so technically yeah, we're yeah, sucking yeah. it twice. Um, so they're a bit a bit bit of a toolbox, and they cause fear. Tools for sure. Um, yeah. which is nice. Uh, they're stubborn, so never never um, uh, never run away. Um, and and there 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 is. I mean, uh, we were talking about the um uh, the warlord trace. There is one, um, which uh. Any unit which the warlord joins gets stubborn, but it's only one unit. I, pre- I prefer when it's multiple unit. And you don't have to have the warlord in there. Um, so these guys, these guys are yeah stubborn all the time. Um, if they charge at least six inches, um, they do a, a strength five uh, hammer wrath attack, um, and uh, everybody can take a you know, take a challenge. Um, so the fact that you could have maybe two guys with twin frost axes. Um, another guy with a thunder hammer um, and a, a bunch of other stuff, um, all of whom, depending on who you're fighting, um, you, you could possibly choose to take on their sergeant, depending on who they've got. Um, and, and if you if you beat them, you get plus one to your combat result. So not only the wounds caused, but then on top of that, the um, the, the plus one. I mean, that, that, that's quite cool. So that's I mean, tasty as. They're, they're good. I mean, they're 270 points, so they're a bit pricier, but they, they've got lots of options. And they, as I say, again, they cause fear. Um, and so you do have one of the best things with them as well. They're great modeling opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Um, my my only downside to them, I would say, um, where I, I think. Uh, is one of the balancing issues uh, with um, the, the the various different uh, cataphracty units um, or, or terminate units in general is that they're one wound a pop um, apart from the sergeant. Um, and I mean, if if we look at uh, uh, red butchers, if we look at um, the uh, Stalamander's ones, um, if we look at um, the, um, especially um, the guys uh, from um, the second rank Terminators, two wounds a pop, two two up save, and can get a, a three plus invulnerable as well. And um, um, I think 
Yeah. Uh, Terminator as a whole, should they all have two wounds apiece? I don't. No, no, I think Tyrants and your fucking wolf boys should just, you know, keep in their corner. Shut <laughs> up. Together Shut with up. my fucking Phoenix gods. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm absolutely. And the Gorgons. All special unit Terminators should get two wounds. Enough said. Yeah, I, I think it, it keeps them on the board. It, it keeps them as, a, as an option which people are, are really interested in taking in. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the the ridiculousness, um, which is the uh, Thousand Suns Terminators, um, that the, there is really no downside to them. Um, because once you've got them on the board, they're 30 points more or thereabouts, 30, 35, I think it is, than a normal unit of Terminators. They're psychic, everybody has four weapons, they get a bonus to their, um, uh, their invulnerable save, uh, they've got an extra wound. And normal additional guys cost the same as a normal Terminator. They're insane, absolutely insane. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think balancing all Terminators out with two wins, Bob, um, if they're special, definitely way forward. Yeah, no, yeah. I, would, I would have to agree. With My that. humble opinion, but yeah, causing fear also good. <laughs> Make them run away. Yeah, that's uh, pretty pretty solid. Um, and they, I mean, weapon skill five as, as well. Isn't isn't a bad thing on these guys? Uh, and just six on the charge. Yeah, because wolves. Wolves. Mm. wolves. The the the, the only thing with that, of course, is because they're cataphracty, they're slow and personal, so you can't take them with pale hunter, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So, but again, it sort of it fits with the theme then, um, with that right of war. It does sort of fit a bit better that you can't take that particular type of unit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is which I think is really nice to see again, like we were talking about earlier on. So yeah, Vergir Wolfguard Terminators almost a, a, a must include an auto include in any sort of Wolfie army. Um, Not as much as Grace Lands. No, because th- this is where I was coming to next. <laughs> the auto include, um, and that is the Grace Slayer pack. Um, yeah, do you want to go through this one next while I cry in the corner slightly? Um, they, they've got all the stuff. Um, they, they've got more stuff than any veteran unit can have. Um, they're the size of a normal um, tactical squad. They start off with bolt pistol and close combat weapon. Um, you can upgrade them uh, to having a bolter for a couple of points apiece. Um, but every single model has the option of a bolter, a combat shield, a heavy chain blade, um, or a power weapon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Your entire unit, 20 guys, um, with three attacks on the charge at weapon score five, can have power weapons. And if you take Pale Hunter, that means they've, they've got uh, strength five as well, because... <laughs> They're plus one strength on the charge. Because obviously that's what they need. <laughs> it just sort of sound like, yeah, why not? Because <laughs> uh, 175 points for 10 guys with power weapons. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have four of those, thanks. Um, yeah, all, bi- all bigger units of them. And and they're fast as well, because, yeah, as we say, um, you, you can run then assault. Because wolves. Because <clears throat> wolves. Uh, oh, and you're getting plus one inch to your to your run move, so you're going to an, an extra minimum two inches. 
Yeah, okay. Know. So it just sounds like they've uh, been buying some weird pills on the internet. <laughs> so then, on top of that, um, because everybody needs it. On top of that, you remember how I was saying earlier we, we, we're looking at um, the uh, the third ed codex um, with, with the blood clause and yeah. one per five with power fists. Well, these guys, yeah, have one per five with power fist. Because yep. as you do, you need yeah. So yeah, um, you you take twenty guys, you've got four power fists. Yuck. <laughs> um, or lightning claws, um, or plasma pistols, or um, mix them up. And um, I'm, if 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 we were going out there and, and and doing the entire, everybody will have the min max everything. Fine, yeah, you you'll see um, units with plasma pistols, units with power fists, that sort of thing. But I'm, I'm expecting to see combinations. Um, I don't want to see units of stuff with everything because it's dull at the end of the day. And if you want units with everything, just go. You can always use tactical support units or whatever. If you're really going to go blocky. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, tactical support units are out there. Every single unit which you can have um, as a normal Legion army, I can take as a support unit. Um, so I, I can take a 20-man unit of guys with bolt guns if I wanted to um, with, with Fury of the Legions. Why I would do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, but I, it means I can, I, I can take uh, my, my ten, 10, 20-man unit of, uh, of breaches and, and they'll still be a unit and they're still running uh, at plus one, um, and there's still plus one on the charge, and, and that sort of thing, because they're space wars. Um, and then, yeah, your, your sergeant gets all your sergeant um, sergeant options as well. So, yeah, they're they're, they're great. <laughs> I'm really, really, really good. Yeah, um, so slightly. Um, huh? <laughs> I, I think of all the troops units out there, um, I don't think there's a better one. And uh, they're fucking better than most of the other legions' elite units. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, mean, I, I would say um, the the only um, the only troops unit out there which is better is probably custodes. But on weight of numbers, these guys are still win. Yeah. Well, they yeah. fucking eat Palatine blades for breakfast, and they're supposed yes, to be yeah. like the the best blade masters in the galaxy. So. Yeah, and these guys have weapon score five on the charge, and they'll always get the charge off you, so, or invariably. So. Brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really are, um, which is why I mean, you're looking at ten fifteen um, as a as a as a default. I mean, you can always take all of your um, um, normal rights of war. So when we're talking about pale hunter and everything like that. Um, but I mean, you you could go with everybody riding a Land Raider if you wanted to, and so you've got units of ten of them in a Land Raider coming out, running, charging, out in front of a Land Raider. You could. You could. <laughs> Why would you want to? But because you because you're a horrible person. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um. <laughs> Wait, I mean, all, all of my all, none of my Land Raiders uh, are assault vehicles. <laughs> oh, that makes Spartan. that better for some reason, does it? Apart from the Spartan they got on the table. <laughs> You're going to have to provide a picture of this table just so people can see it, and obviously mm. hate you for it. 
Um, and this is from the man that said that he could never have too much phosphix. Exactly. That's right. It's phosphix. It's coming <laughs> so, from artillery unit, so, god damn it. So AV-14 is the new phosphix. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, it depends if you if you play um, Iron Hands or not, because apparently, you know, it doesn't go so well if you do that. Um, yeah. Love you, Nicholas. Um, <laughs> um, oops. <laughs> I went there. Um, but... Uh, yeah, 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 he has a stop. We need him to come back to tournaments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they, they, but um, Grey Slayers um, are... Yeah, like I say, I mean, for a wolf army, I, I, I've, I've been wrestling with how I want to do the army, and, and, and then I've just come to the realization that I just need bucket loads of these guys because they are the mutts nuts. I mean, yeah. they, they, they really are. Um, and run up at the table, um, and if you lose, cool. <laughs> guys oh. die, win. It's not the um, end of the world. Well, for them it is, but who cares? Well, it's um, a game. We don't it, care. I mean, well, I mean, even if you're playing it in that thematic way, it's like, well, we're going off to do this thing. Um, and he died. Cool. His, his word said that his thread was going to be cut at that point. Um, it, it, you've, got, you've got that Space Wolf mentality that you shouldn't be caring about it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happens. Get on with it. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, they're they're really really good. Um, and Warriors Metal is is the thing which really makes them um, combined with the normal Space Wolf rules, um, which in my mind um, is what makes Russ as an army general um, to to throw it out there um, that much cooler because units of veterans. Can take warriors metal, and considering they start with corpuscle and close combat weapons, start off with, um, they can take it as their veteran skill. Only with Russ, but it, it means that your veterans are then doing this as well. Yuck! Um, I think that's the easy way of putting it. Uh, yeah, I... and they can all, all take power weapons if they want to. Um, uh, but it's the fact that these guys can all take power weapons as a default. It, 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 yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm modeling most of mine with, with, with combat shields and, and axes from cowmen and, and, and stuff like that because it looks cool. Um, yeah. I mean, rule of cool is where it's at, to be fair, as well. So, you know, can't really argue yeah. that either way. That is the only thing that will let you win. This is true. <laughs> but um, you wouldn't need, would need fucking 15 with power swords anyway. Mm. <laughs> well, this, this is this is the point. I mean, there there is going to be uh, an opportunity if you wanted to for working out what the um, epitome for a unit is. It's probably going to be fifteen guys, two power fists, one plasma pistol, um, because he's going to kill himself anyway. Um, a, <laughs> a selection of um, shields, maybe four or five. Um, the selection of bolters maybe four or five again, um, because it gives you that ranked fire of what you're doing with things. So you've got your special stuff, your bolt guns for a range, and, the, and then your shields for taking that initial damage, or something along those lines. But I really don't want to think about it that way. <laughs> it's kind of easy to think about it that way as well. No, no. It, 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 it's it, actually a lot easier just to glue models together and see what looks cool. And I'm, I'm all for doing that because it's so much cool. Just look at your second Ed Blood Claw box and just do that option. 
Yeah, but then, yeah. then, then they even had last pistols. Three power fists! Wow! And auto pistols. <laughs> power fists and auto pistols, because that's gangster. Because <laughs> that's how that rolls. Um, <laughs> actually, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, my sister's science, one of my, um, one of my squads has a RT-01 power fist um, and, uh, and an auto pistol, because... Um, I, I, I used scouts um, for them <laughs> when they were originally being done in whichever codex they were working with. Cool. Yeah. Well, my sister of silence uh, is an old Necromunda figure, so she oh, has nice. an old, old, old pistol. Yep. See, all sisters of silence have to have auto pistols. If they've got anything else, they're doing it wrong, and they're not sisters of silence. See, you hear that, gents? It's been decreed. You need to yep. be, doing, you know, auto pistols. Otherwise, it's wrong. Um, which, as you mentioned, <laughs> as you mentioned, Russ earlier, I think that that's a nice little segue into uh, actually talking about the special characters because you've got um, you've got a couple actually. I mean, uh, the obvious two are um, Gigor Felhand. Um, have you made any attempt to run him as a model, or I've been given lots of versions of him because uh, I've got lots of friends of mine who who've just either bought the box and now I play Wolves um, or have bought the box and are playing Thousand Suns because they're weird um, and um, I, I've I've chopped him up a lot <laughs> um, that, that, that's the most I can say I, 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 I've not really considered him um, I'm sure he's alright but um, I, I presume you know the story um, about uh, the IP um, and um, the, the mild disagreement between Forge World and uh, and Games Workshop Home, um, which basically Not goes. Personally, but please do enlighten. Oh, um, so yeah, but basically it goes. Um, um, Games Workshop are going to be running out. Um, uh, the, uh, the the box set for Prospero. Yeah. Um, we're aiming to also get both Magnus and Russ out at the same time, uh, which which didn't happen. But Mag uh, but Russ came out around the same sort of time. Um, and then on top of that, um, oh wait, you sorry, you you've put both John the Fell Handed and um, Azagaroman in the same box. So, no, <laughs> we've got to have one of those um, because otherwise you're dicks. Um, okay, cool. But can you at least put rules out for him? Um, which is why you get Gygor Fellhand and the and the idea behind what the Fellhand means, not what it always has been pre meant previously. Um, now, whether, whether whether that's actually true or not. Um, I've, I've heard it from a number of number of different people. None of them officially talking on behalf of Forge World or even being employed by Forge World. So um, yeah, yeah, it it's take as it stands. Yeah, um, it, it's 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 why he's got a guy off her hand and not not Bjorn, um, and why he's a plastic guy rather than um, a, a very nice resin. Mike might also. In addition to this, have something to do with they had to retcon the entire story of Beyond the Fellhand if they wanted to in the in the Prospero box. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Which because he didn't me. get a title until until years later. 
Exactamundo. So there might be, be several layers to it, and all all or none of it might be true. It's yeah, lovely. Yeah. It sounds um, like an episode of Twin Peaks. Ah, no, I, mean, I am a Farius. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, he's initiative five um, with an AP two plus one strength weapon. Yeah. Um, Wood. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much what he does. I mean, he doesn't do much else other than that. Whereas Harvel Redblade, he's much more interesting and should be given much more play, um, um, much more time. So um, let's let's give him the time uh, he deserves. He do have yeah. a cool bolter purse. Well, Gargoyle um, does have a cool bolter purse. Yes. Yep. Hi, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you've got a guy who's got a better, better weapon skill straight off the bat. So his weapons are called seven on the charge, which everybody loves, um, and with four attacks, and with a an axe which is strength plus two, AP two. So oh, oh and an arm bone, yeah. Yuck. <laughs> so all, all, all of that, and then on top of that, um, he sits there with a heavy bolter. Because he, he just yeah. wanders around with a heavy bolter strapped to his arm. You've got a HQ with a, he- a Blue Seal 5 with a heavy bolter. He is one of the Koraks. That's how it is. <laughs> but this is before Koraks got his heavy bolter. So, Cor- oh, so hang on. Oh, yeah. Hang yeah, on. yeah are, you, are you accusing Koraks of plagiarism here, Chris? Yeah. No, we're just saying Harvel is a, a heavy bolter hipster. <laughs> he was there before it was cool. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, it's quite a cool concept because it can make really cool models as well if you make it. Yeah, yeah and he's tart with armor as well. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, I like him. So he's a tart with a bolt gun, is what you're saying? Basically. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and he, he, he gives models, he gives three units in his army scout. Yeah. That's also incredibly annoying or useful depending on which side of the table and, 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 and he causes fear I mean he's really cool as special characters go he's got a lot of things he's a bit weird does some interesting stuff I'm all for it he's um, big and he's aggressive and he's got a fucking heavy bolter strapped to his arm who well be this is it I mean if we think about it I mean um, if, if you think about uh, he's 210 points which is alright for a character um, he's Got a threat range of 42 inches with the heavy bolter, um, so, which means that he's going to be doing stuff constantly, either up close, wrecking your opponent's vehicles or faces, um, or yeah, um, once he's killed all the stuff which is next to him, he's then going to be going out and and yeah, kicking ass and taking names, and then going popping up. Oh, okay, I've killed one or two guys in that squad. Cool, yeah. Or, or yeah. I'm forcing your armor saves, um, which you weren't thinking you're going to have to do. Um, yeah, he's great. I mean, I don't know why he's got a heavy bolter, but I like the fact that he's got one. Um, more <laughs> characters reasons, with heavy basically. weapons. <laughs> it's another one of those. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm all for it. That's why I really like him because he has a heavy bolter. Yeah, um, and the fact he's got a heavy bolter in Tartarus armor causes fear and a bunch of stuff is all really cool. And then on top of that, he's got an awesome axe. <laughs> His weapons are all seven on the charge with four attacks. Epic. He's a bit it's almost cool. worth making an axe bayonet for the heavy bolter then. <laughs> oh, that that has to be done, Chris. It, it that kind of has to be like like has to happen. 
like, yeah. Yeah, Mike. I, I, I don't need another project, but I'm going to make one. I don't need another project, but while, while I'm at it, let's <laughs> make it happen. Make it so. That's what it's on. Nah, you need to make like a wolf tooth bayonet and then put him on a wolf. <laughs> you can just put the, put the wolf with the heavy bolter as a mouth. In the mouth. Well, you see, I mean, you say that that idea is particularly dumb, um, which is what you're inferring. But um, if, if you look at the Sisters of Silence... Um, they, got, uh, they got those. You know, they, 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 they've got gigantic walls with guns in their mouths and things yep. like that. So, I mean, it, 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 it's not daft... But that's because of flamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, with with that, that's because the witch seekers and everything like that are the really fucking weird shit when it comes to thirty k. Um, the talents of the emperor are where the bizarre stuff occurs, as opposed to the legions before the heresy. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've got some interesting stuff, but invariably it's a I've got a different sword or I've got a gun which does this or or something along those lines they're not weird <laughs> sometimes the only difference is my armor is blue and your armor is red yeah, yeah absolutely in some regions um, red ones I presume have um, they go faster yeah <laughs> Maybe. I mean I, I was going to make a joke about the Calstar and that they can get away from it better but yeah <laughs> Yeah, they go faster. They go faster. So, yeah, you write a spot on there. They just works. go faster. They go That's faster. Obviously, why you did it. Yeah. And the blue ones are better just uh, better at stealing stuff. That's still true in the heresy. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Hey, Zoidberg, good to see you again. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, very true. <laughs> oh, so much fun. Uh, now, there is, after, after this uh, maniac wielding a... Um, Heavy bolter. There is another. Uh, there is another character, maniac. which is well. Actually, the, the, there's a there's somebody else before that maniac, and that I am talking about the the wolf priest. Um, so this is your. I'm not a chaplain, honest gov. Uh, whoa, I'm also not a librarian. Yeah. Okay. He's also not a librarian, gov. Honest. I, I've got two jobs. This is why I've got my own name. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's. He's kind of tasty. Yeah. So. I mean, they're, they're, they're very nice. I mean, they're six, weapon skill six on the charge. I mean, I'm, I'm going to point out that I keep saying on the charge because invariably you're going to get it first because you're faster than your opponent. Um, and if you're not doing that, then you're doing it wrong. Um, then, yeah. then you're getting Maroscarad. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you can make him... I, Three wounds um, because you're giving them armor. The, so that's, the 100, armor, yeah. that's 135 points as a basic guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, so they're either a level one psyker if you fancy it, um, or um, you you give them uh, the fun and games, which is um, healing and uh, not dying. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm. I'm quite keen for it. Yeah, you kind of like him. <laughs> kind of tasty. Mainly, I'm sitting there going, "Well, I, I'm, I'm just going to slap level two psychic on it because, <laughs> because <laughs> in every single psychic guy which you've ever seen in any space wolf novel, they're always 
the most gigantic psychic guy that you've ever seen. So there are no level one psychic guys in the Space Wolf list. They're all level two psychics <laughs> minimum. Um, I don't know why they haven't got level three psychic in there anywhere. Um, that should be a special character. Probably level five psychic because um, that that that's what the books say. They're the all name? level five psychics minimum. What was the name of that psychic power they used to have? It was so. It was the World Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, we should get that back in its original yeah. form. That'd be amazing. Basically, just oh, <laughs> that unit defends me. Let the world eat him. Yum yum yum. Um. <laughs> so I'm just jo- quiet jo- here by going the fuck. <laughs> so Jaws of the World Wolf um, um, used to be a psychic power. It, it was a beam. You drew a straight line. Any model um, which was touched by that uh, had to make an initiative test. If it failed its initiative test, then at which point it was removed from play. It was eaten by the by the werewolf. Yeah. So, um, and that worked for everything up to at the time uh, those Eldar knights. Yep. Oh, the gigantic. The, the wraith knights. Wraith knights. Wraith knights. Yeah. You can do those with it. Okay. Well, that's um, allowed back then if it if it does wraith knights. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got a re-roll for it and things like that, but they could still fail. Um, so, yeah, it was great. Um, it would, If you're a special player, um, nobody else liked it um, because it was ridiculous. Um, mainly because it allowed for sniping characters and that sort of thing, uh, which wasn't right. So I'm glad that it doesn't exist anymore. Um, I'm glad that it existed and I got to play with it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's not there anymore <laughs> because it was dumb. Um, well, actually, um, Eighth Ed has Jaws of the World Wolf in it, I think, and it's crap. <laughs> so I, I, I think that, that they've made up for it by um, neutering it to the point of in, by shitting on it from a great height. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is fine. Fair enough, as long as it's you know mm. evens it out. I guess. Although, although this does this, this does bring up a case um, of. Um, Psychic powers in general. Um, there have been a lot of them released um, for 40k um, all over the place, um, along with uh, chapter-specific um, uh, um, tactical objectives and, and, and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, the fluff, which we see, um, says, yeah, actually, you know what? The, these psychic powers, for the most part, are actually something which are thematically correct. Would people be happy with people playing with them? I mean, myself, I would be happy with people who let me use um, well, uh, the Space Wolf ones because they are so much shitter than biomancy, telepathy, and a bunch of other stuff, um, which, which is fine. Um, and I will happily do so. Um, but yeah, and do people feel okay doing it? Um, there, there were the, the additional ones like geokinesis and other stuff like that, which are shenanigans writ large. Um, if we take thousand suns out of the equation, um, would, would people be happy using those various other psychic powers or, or do you have issues? See, I, no, I will say one thing. I haven't read much about the new psychic powers. 
mainly because I've not had anything to do with 40k since its new release. Oh, no, 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 no. These are all the no, old, ones. All the old ones. ones. Oh, the old, all ones, the old right? ones. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought this was new stuff. No, no, all, all 7th Ed ones. Oh, okay, so, fair enough. Essentially, using 7th Ed psychic abilities from various different things, so geokinesis and formation and all the various different, all weird and wonderful stuff, or... Um, the Space Wolf specific one, whatever it's called. Um, yeah. Would people be happy using those? I wouldn't be. Or not. And, and if not, why not? I wouldn't be because against the, it. Because the Dark Angel one has a stupid name. <laughs> so they can't use uh, theirs, but the other people can use, well, the Space Wolf or the Blood Angel one. So yours yeah. is got a stupid name, you'll allow it, but otherwise everybody else gets theirs. Well, they're traitors, so they don't have a well, sense. Well, I mean, I, I think that yeah, all, all, all the specific chapter ones, which could be applied to Legion, um, um, have a specific set of uh, powers which they can or can't use. Um, and for 30k, oh. we're normally restricted to you can only use the basic ones. So. I'm going to play devil's, devil's advocate here and say, yeah. well, you know how in 30k there is no... Aegis suits and shit, and there's no, um, you know, they haven't developed librarians that much. They yeah. have the librarian program, and it's kind of got cancelled and shit. I think that that is like sort of the next step when they reintroduced librarians and they actually, you know, made that a thing. Mm. And that's how all the all the actual different chapters, because there were chapters now, how they kind of got the freedom to develop their own psychic powers before they. they they are kind of streamlined and based because the, the only thing they have to go about is Magnus Librarius program and he's keeping it into the simple doctrines of the Thousand Suns so you can see how the t Thousand Suns kind of uh, you know the different I'm going to use the wolves as an, ex as an example here which is um, do as I say not do as I do um because they were doing their own thing but yeah because it's, because it's from the earth it's okay yeah i um, know but that that was in in the end i'm going to come to that would be okay for all like that would be an argument for all the other legions <laughs> except for the space wolves <laughs> oh, no, and, I, I, i'd say the um, um the white scars as well and are, are, are similar um, yeah, in, but in but a, probably yeah. not to the same extent. No, no, no don't I, I don't think they have gone. They yeah. they don't have the same level of hypocrisy by any stretch yeah, of the imagination. Yeah. But I think like for for all the other legions, like using dark angels special ones or blood angels special ones, I don't think like it, even in the stories you see like how you know librarians like the, the loyalist legions are really like strict, except for yeah. the special wolves and the white scars <laughs> about not using. Librarians, I know. Oh, okay, and Dark Angels when it, but that's when the heresy has already happened, and then that kind of gets to waver and shit. But prior to the heresy, they were like they they did the edict, and you have the loyalists and like mo like a majority of leads like okay, we're not going to do it, and so yeah. So that's why I think like they would not be so legion specific. As the space wolf would be. Okay, I mean, it, 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 it's yeah, it, it's just a question of, of I guess at what point within the heresy would you start using weird and wonderful stuff, or would you be happy with people hmm. using it? 
I mean, well, um, well with, with the Space Wolves, considering the background story, I would not have a problem with using the Space Wolf powers. No, I would, because, I, 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 I would have a problem as a Space Wolf using it because they're crap by comparison. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, yeah, well, that's just gaming. Said, it, <laughs> it really is. Me, it, it would make sense. But if someone said, like, oh, can I use the Blood Angels psychic powers? Or, like, the Dark Angels or fucking Imperial Fists or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, like, well, not really. because Not that, until later. Yeah. Not until later. Not until after Dawn fucking kicks open that little vault and lets its librarians come out. <laughs> come mm. on and play. But then you have to put a, t- day, a time stamp on every, every game you play as well. Yeah, exactly. yeah not, not a time stamp, but I, I think that's definitely like kind of the scouring when they've changed everything around with the libraries. I don't know. I, mean, I think it's interesting that um, you, you mentioned timestamp. Because, I mean, you can, end up, you can end up playing games at any point. But, I mean, having that conversation with your, with your opponent before you start playing games so, or, or an event you're going to, yeah, all, all for it. Going, yeah, actually, we're playing it at this point. Um, no, um Emperor's Children, you can't have cacophony at this point, or you can have a maximum of one unit, or or something along those lines. And putting that story behind it isn't a bad thing. Um, I, I consider no. it to be a, um, a a positive part of event running in the first place. Yeah, and no, I'm pretty like being a a TO for a few yeah, events. Yeah. I, I, like people do ask me about things. Like, is it okay to this? Like, thematic. It, it, it kind of makes sense for this event, but like uh, rules wise, it doesn't work. But it doesn't really, it's not like so someone is not trying to, yeah, someone yeah, is not yeah. trying to make a list to break the game. They just want to recreate like a, I don't know, like a a mixed uh, world eater, world bears force because they're doing like some sort of betrayal reenactment thing. Uh, and they ask you to hit you up before and you see the list, and it's kind of like, oh, well, it's still within, you know playable and still within the narrative where if you do it like heaps of events has like first come first serve on special characters and stuff so yeah 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 but i think it's it, it, it i don't think it's a big issue about any of those things i think it's it's all about communication and what kind of event you're doing and who's your opponent mm-hmm. and not letting thousand sons use geokinesis because they shouldn't be allowed to do that but technically, the Dark Angels should be, if they're late-era Dark Angels. Mm-hmm. Very good those, point. Those, those that were left at uh, Caliban. <laughs> because they just happened to use... You've got to wreck the, the world the, somehow. Well, they, ha- they happened to use the ma- magic of the planet, you know? Yeah, yeah look what they did with it. Um, yeah. So let's move on. We took, we've got one more one more guy to talk about. Not like he's important or anything. Not like he's the Primarch or... Oh, wait, hang on a second. Um, yeah, it's it's all about the big boy, the big big wolf himself. It's now down to talking about Russ. And we did, did kind of say before we went on air we weren't going to mention the, um, the uh, keep you warm rules because, you know, <laughs> they were basically the, a power axe. Um, or the excommunicator. It was a mastercrafted power axe. <laughs> Well, I, that's see your, one I, see, I see the distinction there, Lex, and why you'd want to use it. Yeah, um, and that's a Mastercraft more than a Vulcan got. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hi, Jake. Um, 
<laughs> well, actually, Fulgrim can have a Mastercraft Paragon Blade, so there you go. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, basically, Russ, what, uh, from, from the stories, from everything you've ever wanted to hear about the guy to what was released, what was your take on him? Um, he's an absolute beast. Um, <laughs> not to put too fine a point on it. Um, it's, it, it is a character which will go toe-to-toe with the best um, and leave them wanting. Um, yeah, um, he doesn't add um, hugely um, to your army. Um, bits and pieces, um, but um, the thing—the thing which he does—is is go out and be a big damn hero and kick ass and take names. Um, you you want him to get in the middle of the fight and and get stuck in um, because uh, there there isn't Horus is 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 about the same sort of level Horus and Magnus and and Russ. That that that's the level which we're talking about here. Um, yeah, uh, toe to toe, nobody else is competing. Yeah, um, I think like the Age of Darkness did like a match down from memory, and the yeah, only one yeah. that actually, yeah, the only one that won was Horus. And that's because yeah. of the, the talent of Horus taking him down to a point where he couldn't actually yeah. wound um, Horus. I think it was because of his he kept bashing on his strength or something along those lines yeah, yeah and you, you get minus uh, one yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, and Magnus with when he's all fucking tooled up with psychic powers yeah um, but but even then I mean it, it depends how well you do to start off with because Horus is hitting on fives on the first round of combat um, and with you invulnerable saves and everything like that and you've got a wound um, and then sixes after that yeah so yeah, <laughs> um, he, he's really not getting the hits in. He might do occasionally, but Russ is doing that, and he's doing D three extra wounds per hit. Ouch. Yeah. Okay, fair point. <laughs> so sever life is is um, so the sword of Bell Knight, which um, is the one which may have got mockery for um, how um, it might have looked a bit. Under 30k, but yeah, um, um, it's AP2, um, shred, so it re rolls the wound, and then on top of that, um, sever life, which is the same one that the Leviathan Claw has, which is for every wound you do, you do D3 extra, and each one has to be saved individually. Yeah, so that's going to put a massive amount of weight in numbers on your opponents, Primarch, stroke hero, stroke whatever, stroke um, walking corpse. Anything other than Primarch is not walking away from this on, on one turn of combat. Yeah. Well, um, funny, funny you should mention that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I've actually had my prayer tool survive two rounds. My Iron Warrior's prayer tool survive two rounds of combat with Russ. Really? Literally. Every bell curve has a far end. Yeah, and that was on the far end. <laughs> he died in the third round spectacularly. Like he got mincemeated, but he made it. At which point he was taken back and enshrined in something probably going to be my Leviathan because that was fucking <laughs> awesome. Because he didn't deserve to be surviving longer. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> um, so his gun is um, a, a bolt pistol, um, AP3, um, three shots random. Cool. Um, but his, his armor is, is the big one. 
um, which is two plus four plus plus, and then yeah, you get a minus one to hit um, after that, and then minus two from there on in, um, which is just absolutely yeah. insane. It's dirty, yeah. let's be fair. It's dirty. <laughs> it, it pretty much fits what the mental image of um, of Ross that I've had for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stick him, stick him in some sort of um, vehicle and make him run up the field and, and chuck him in the face of your enemies. Um, he will kick ass, take names, and, and do the business. Um, the, the, the weird one is the Wolfkin of Ross. Um, for Ian Gary. So 100 points, which are essentially larger versions of the extra wounds which you get for um, that the, the the wolves for smaller um, bout champions. Um, yeah, I, I was expecting them to be maybe monstrous creatures, but yeah. they're not. No, they're um, not. And then and, and they're they're fearless. Uh, they cause fear. Um, they got to feel no pain. Um, they got a bunch of wounds. Uh, four wounds a pop, so eight wounds total. Um, and yeah, uh, they're rending. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're unimpressive compared to a whole pile of other things in the heresy. Um, and and uh, I think that, I think the reason for that this is, is that. We sit there and we go, oh, well, that's a bit. No. Nah. Nah. Um, it, it's because um, so much stuff in the heresy has got to the point of being astonishingly good. Um, so, I mean, if, if we look at the, the Punisher tank, um, the Punisher variant, which has just come out, yeah, so yeah. 18 shots, uh, strength 5, AP 4. Yeah. Um, if you stay still, it gets rending. I really like that. Um, I th- a 36 inch range um, on a fast tank. I think that's fun. It's a, it's really interesting. It, it's not hugely threatening your AP, your armor value three or anything like that. It's just a good tank, um, and it gives it rending for doing interesting stuff. Um, cool. And these are in that same sort of milieu as that. But if you put them against their dad, as it were, <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're just not in the same ballpark. <laughs> or Magnus, or the Psy Titan, or uh, any, any of the other stuff in this book. <laughs> any of the special units, or, yeah, anything. No, not even the special units. I mean, they're, they're, they're not up to the same value as um, the Grace Yeah, I mean, they're, they're cool. Um, and the models are lovely. They really are cool. Um, I've I've heard people say that. No, they're a bit weird. They're not cool. Yeah, see them in person. Now, once you've seen them in person, yeah, you you won't won't be worried about them in the slightest. But yeah, um, but they're only a hundred points. So um, if you take them with him, um, they're very bulky. So they take up six spaces in a transport, <laughs> plus the three which he takes up. So that's nine. Um, so you've only got six which you can take in, which is then. Th- Maybe a command squad of Terminator armor, which is three guys. Yeah, basic command squad will fit in there. Yeah. So, which yeah. means he gets to bring his flag, which is cool. 
Yeah, he gets to get, I'm going to plant my flag. No, don't piss on it. Me and my dogs. Gecky, Gecky, do, do not piss on the flag again. It took ages to wash that out. You don't really need Terminator armies for the command squad anyway. They're two plus and... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But... And we all know that having a flag is the only way you can actually conquer someone. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's why Britain owns half the planet. Yeah, and uh, since if someone just come, goes back at you, you say, but do you have a flag? Yeah, you're not doing it right. Have you got a flag? No, no flag? Then no, no, mister. You know how plant. You know, you know claim, mister. No, no, mister. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, uh, he's a beast. Let's just put it bluntly. Ross is a beast. Um, yeah. And then some. And, um, yeah. He's 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 kind of scary to see coming across the field. If I'm fair, if I'm honest, um, he he is kind of frightening to see coming towards. Him. Just the first time I played him, he was in a two and a half uh, two thousand point list coming at me. Um, I I meeped a little bit. Um, I wasn't exactly sure how I was going to deal with him, and I was right. I didn't. I just ran away from him as fast as I possibly could, and 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 Benny Hilda across the. Uh, across the entire gaming board just go don't hurt me don't hurt me oh shit you caught me oh well um like i said at which point my prayer to lasted two rounds just by being awesome at invulnerable saves and stuff so um yeah he he, he is frightening but um i don't know he's like like any any special character i mean I, i'm sat here and I do apologise for any hobby noises we've heard while we've been doing this, um, but I'm sat here currently working on my my own Primark um, at the moment, uh, Peter Turbo, and um, there's there's with any sort of Primark model, there's no way I'd want to play him in small games or anything like that. But Russ just seems like he's almost you'd almost be stupid not to take him if you wanted to win. Does that make sense? Well, you see, I mean, I, 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 I put it down to um, Harvel Revlet again, um, is that he's really good where he is. So you need to make sure you apply him in the right place. Because if he's out on the flank or if he's not turned up until turn two or if he's not in combat or whatever he's doing, if he's not in combat, then he's not making his fire into points back. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you're right. Well, they're, they're um, just and he's, he's, got, he's got a twelve. He, he's got a twelve-inch range pistol. Um, so his threat range is eighteen inches, um, which is the same as his charge range. <laughs> which is more threatening by by any means. Well, um, absolutely. Um, it'd be sure. embarrassing if you shot the guy, which meant that you couldn't then charge him. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be that would be genuinely funny, and kind of wish that happened to me occasionally. Um, but you can't have everything. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, that pretty much rounds out the walls in that respects. Um, once we finish sort of talking about um, about Russ, but here's here's my thought. Yeah, but I'm holding the model in my hand. Leave me alone, man. I'm, I'm trying to concentrate on green stuffing a bad mold line here. Um, so, what? Do you need a moment? No, I'm fine. Um, uh, what I was going to say is, this is the wolves. These, this is the wolves, as you say, at the beginning of the heresy. Um, where, where, or what would you like to see for them in the future? 
um, you know, where where what would you like to see start showing up for them? Is there anything that to sort of maybe you think, oh, that would be cool out of the fluff? I'd like to see that, or you know, anything like that at all? Um, um, the uh, the the main thing which the fluff has given them is the um, the watcher packs. Um, so I I'd quite like to have um, the ability for a wolf pack to be in the same army as um, another Primarch. Just as a you 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 can take this five ten guys um, veterans or something like that um, because they're there to look out over your Primarch. And and if you do something wrong because you're afraid or something like that, then at which point yeah they end up in your on your um, uh, on your opponent's side or something along those lines um, that could be quite cool um, but other than that um, yeah the, the, the only other real big thing uh, which is, is the elephant in the room is uh, what happens with uh, the um, uh, the wolfen uh, and I'm 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 intrigued as to what they're going to do with that, if anything. I'd like to think it's going to be nothing, um, mainly because I'm, 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 I'm quite happy with a lack of giant werewolves in my, <laughs> yeah, um, my, my sci-fi, <laughs> as it were. Um, so yeah, uh, more characters um, and a lot of the uh, and, and the giant like level five plus librarians i'm obviously expecting um but yeah um, more more characters of, of of different names and models um yeah death swarm packs give me those <laughs> that's what i want to see um they're, they're, they're gonna be cool uh anybody else chris freddie you got any thoughts about what you might like to see with the with the wolves in the future uh i would like to see what is it they're fighting the alpha legions all that stuff going on. Oh, actually, I've just had an idea. They're okay. fighting um, them for years afterwards when they yeah, fled they, with their entire fleet. Um, one, one of the big things, which was very, very, very cool, um, from Thousand Suns actually, um, was on Shrike, um, and you had um, the, uh, the the body, well, the Wolfguard bodyguard, um, and they all had giant. Spears, yeah, Terminators with spears. I not not weird glavy things which are a bit effeminate. No, none of that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Giant spears um, with bill hooks and looks like you're going fishing with them. That's what we fishing want. for kraken. You mean? Yeah, they yeah. weren't weren't the krakens hunting spears basically. Oh yeah, I mean the serrated ones. Um, yeah. So they picked it. Um, picked his, um, sort of like fishing spears. That's one thing. Awesome. Um, well, there's. Given that, uh, well, given that uh, Inferno basically depicts them at their, mo- at their greatest, before they they get decimated and hunted and basically killed off to a not to a man but to a great degree, when they both during the Battle for Prospero and later when their fleet was hounded and. Like you sound that. like you're gloating. Get on with it. No, I'm just saying that <laughs> given that this happened, I would yeah. like to see the nature of the armies change to reflect 
these losses mm. to oh, make okay. them maybe a more compact force. They already have the more elite feel with uh, all of their <laughs> race packs and all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's an interesting one when we look at the, the various economies. And there, there are some legions which have the, the giant forces still, and some legions um, which, which end up going... Um, uh, to the, the the shattered legions and and all sorts of things like that, whether they go more elite effectively. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to see them reflect this in the, the army going forward. Mm. Also, when they're fighting the Alpha Legion and considering, are we going to trust the calls for aid from the White Scars, or we're gonna, or the White Scars gonna trust us when we call them for aid and all of that? So more like. Um... Uh, maybe a change in the allies matrix and making them a lot more suspicious possibly or something along those lines as well but can they get can they get worse than they are i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm just literally just putting ideas out i'm just thinking that they might just change a bit to reflect what happened to the to the legion after it plot bro yeah because as we as you mentioned earlier Lex, that the battle prospero basically took part before everything else in yeah. the entire series of the game. And uh, so we know what they were before the entire series, but we don't really know what they are now, as we stand within the context of the rest of the heresy. Mm. Also, for the Death, Death Swarm, just buy a couple of Lucas the Trickster and convert them a bit. That's uh, that's a cool idea actually, but also slightly scary. Um, <laughs> just the, well, the cost of the that, model alone. And then you have to uh, justify them actually ripping the stasis grenade out of their chests and throw them at people. That's <laughs> you just want stasis grenades in the chests, don't you? That's really what you want. I don't really like the character of Lucas. I'm not really sure about the model. No, I, I, I like I like the character. Yeah, the one. He's one of those that basically went around trying to live like a human part of the time. Well, human, meh. <laughs> he only had one heart. Seriously? Yep. I really... Oh, wasn't he um, Wasn't he like the eternal uh, blood claw, though? Yep. He had a status grenade in his chest. Okay. For a reason. For a reason. Okay, fair enough. Um, so... Oh Lord! Um, I, do you know what? The one thing I'd like to see, and this is purely for um, theme and enjoyment of fluff, no other reason, is I would love to see a model for Ibn Amun Rasta for the the Scald. Um, yeah, I'd like so... to see a model for him, and I I kind of like to see some sort of Skaldic type model anyway, um, for this with some sort of effect like. I don't know what. I really don't know. Something to do, obviously, something to do with storytelling. Something to do with maybe. Um, so if you look at the stories um, and the, the weird of people and stuff like that. No, 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 um, if you, if you look at um, the uh, Throne of Skulls event which they've got going on, yeah. Um, then one of the things that you've got to do is you've got to bring an iterator or um, the chaos version of that along, oh. and. They have. They're stealing my ideas. 
the bastards. <laughs> um, and so yeah, and the, 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 you, it's got a attachment value and all all that sort of thing, um, and you've got to model it. Um, and it is worth um, a additional uh, victory points um, if you kill it. Um, but it has special abilities. Um, I think it makes you immune to fear or can re-roll morale checks and that that that. Sort mm-hmm. of if you, if Sounds you like someone's you... fucking but, scavenged my PDF. But they did that <laughs> for campaigns several years ago with, amongst others, like a Tau cameraman. Yeah. Tau, for, for, for oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've had it for ages. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah serious, I, honestly, God, I would like to see that. I really would like to see I, that. The, so uh, currently, I'm I need, I'm, I'm going to get um, Uriah Jacobs, um, the guy with the beard and the shotgun. Yeah. I'm going to take it. his head, um, and then I need to work out what body and what pose I want to put him on because that's going to be my one. Nice. Yeah. The, I don't know what I'm going to do with him, but he's going to look cool. The tower that I mentioned. Just made me want to do like an like one of their imagers with a pick capture device. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, we we could be on this for hours if we if we let this build. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I would like to see uh, something for the skull. I really would. Um, I'd really like to see that. Sort of Thank you very much. I look forward to seeing what you come up with, my friend. It'll be awesome. But uh, yeah, something like that, and um, yeah, just. Like Chris, like yourself, just to sort of see where they where they go, and what actually happens with the um, with the Legion as they move forward, because you know, like I said, this encapsulates one particular point. Let's see how they move forward, what they become. Uh, yeah, I, I I suspect just like we see the Night Lords in a new book now with, with the Dark Angels, we'll see yep. uh, uh, the Alpha Legions and yeah the. The Space Wolves in the new book as well. Maybe with the White Scars. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Could be. Could be fun. Makes sense. Or we could just get the mini game where Ross is playing board games with Malkador all the time. <laughs> that could be fun. Fine, That could be very good fun. I'd like to what? see that game, actually. Uh, <laughs> because yeah, reasons... The... Yeah, it would be pretty cool, actually. So, I cool. think... Anyway, I think, I think oh, we've kind anyway, of... Oh, cool. I, Sorry, I think the, the, the last thing we probably, like we do when we do an army segment, is to ask our nice little guest about, like, what would they probably put in, like, a regular 2,000-point list? Yeah. <laughs> um, in a 2,000-point list, I would throw in... Russ, uh, some Death Swan, um, maybe a Venusaur, uh, uh, um, and then fill the rest up with um, as much uh, Grace Layers as you, as you can. Um, um, yeah, throw some anti tank in there, um, maybe two, maybe three, something like that. Um, uh, yeah, mix it up for your opponent. Maybe throw in a, uh, a death drop, drop off the crack or something like that. Just to, yeah, throw it down on the first turn, and that they, they have to then go and deal with that, which is over on the other side of the board, and stopping them dealing with the stuff which is running at their face because it means that they've got to shoot that instead of <laughs> shooting, shooting your stuff. Um, yeah, mix it up, um, make it fun, um, and if the worst comes to the worst, 
I stick the Leviathan in a drop pod because yeah, everybody does that. Because big and clever, right? And well, mine doesn't have phosphates on the top of it at the moment, so it is big and clever. Uh, Doing it wrong. <laughs> Doing it wrong. What have I told you, Lex? Get it right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, without phosphates, without phosphates, it should be painted green with the salamander motifs on it. Um, it, it has a Grand Flux Bombard on there, um, and, uh, and 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 Rex face nonetheless. So it's it's, it's all good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm yeah. tempted to run a dual melter lance if at all possible. I haven't checked the rules because that Ooh. would just be silly, you know. That, that is silly, and I approve. Go night hunting um. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the, 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 there's the, there's all sorts of stuff out there. Um, but, but yeah, um, piles of grey slayers charging across the board. Um, they're dad, um, and then some other fun stuff to give my opponent thoughts of what they might shoot. Um, maybe uh, a Proteus with a whole pile of last cannons because armor 14 and that means that they'll shoot all their last cannons and things at it um, and it can shoot back which is very tasty Ooh, maybe on a, a well, I mean you could put, you could put it on a um, on a landing pad it's got a 4 plus and we'll say there's options <laughs> <laughs> and for the non no, no, gamer no. types, <laughs> now, now it's going rude here. <laughs> yeah, now, now, yeah, now this is very much the uh, the uh, what do you call it? The no friends, no no friends, no. What do you mean you don't want to play a game against me ever again? Kind of list. So what 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 do I count that? ATST made it Lego ads. <laughs> That's going to count as some sort of you know like the super leviathan or something i'm sure i, I reckon it's it's about a land radio i mean it's got three sets of 20 last cannons on it so that could also work <laughs> that could also work see i mean see what happens you never know um, <laughs> yeah it could be fun um so i think i think that is uh that's pretty much us playing bringing the space walls nicely wrapped up um I would say we could, we could delve for hours into the fluff, but if I'm going to be honest, go and listen to The Age of Darkness. They've done a fantastic series on um, Book 7 and Prospero. Uh, they they are the, the kings of fluff. Go and listen to their stuff. Um, I'd like to say thank you very much, Lex, for coming on and talking to talking walls with us. Um, hey, fine, buddy. It's been hey, a lot of fun, and uh, we need to do it. As, as often as possible and we need to get you over to one of our events not just over to Avaria but you need to come over to one of our events and uh, yeah, have yeah, some yeah, fun yeah. you know take a look at Scandalous yeah. maybe or you know if you've got a, got a you know free weekend in August 12th or 13th come over to Scorpius because that could be fun too um, just say you know have a think about it <laughs> if, if life allows it would be fun um, I, I, I'm just about to be made redundant so that's before my redundancy money comes in so alright maybe then we can look at let's listen let's look for Scandus then mate you know I'm not going to hold you yeah. to anything but let's think about Scandus if nothing else so yeah. we can live with that <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming on man really appreciate it um, Chris Freddie you guys have anything you want to add to the Space Wolf discussion before we wrap it up completely no no it's been heaps of interesting and yeah and now I need to go and uh, 40k wiki Space Wolves a bit more because there's a few things I'm uns- unsure about. So you're gonna go mm. back and check your check your knowledge, huh? Yeah. Fair enough. Chris, anything from you, mate? I just want to thank Lex for coming on. Yeah. And it was an interesting. Yeah, it's been good. Thank you. It's all, always fun having you on, Lex. Always fun, and we we need to just generally 
chat more and hang out and generally froth, larp, uh, larp and um, and heresy froth. more. Because frothing is where froth it is. Yeah. We, we, I want to get back to a state where I can do return to GNT Wednesdays, and then then I'm a happy man. Um, that was big and clever. That that was big and clever. I mean, gin gin and tonic by the pint glass. It's the only way to drink. Um, <laughs> Uh, and obviously not mentioning driving home at any point ever. Um, I thought you walked it every time. Exactly, especially as you were in your house and I lived five kilometres away. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Um, all right, man, appreciate you coming on. Thank you ever so much. And, guys, that's it. That's been our uh, episode focusing on the Wolves of Fenris. And we're going to put a poll out on our uh, Facebook page a little closer to the time when we do our next episode uh, so you guys get to have a chance of choosing which legion you'd like to uh, have us talk about when it comes to our next army focus. Uh, I'm going to start with Countermander in that because the poll will be in the group, not on the Facebook page. It'll do both. We'll see what happens. It all counts. You can only do polls in groups. Can you? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we'll do it. We'll put a link to the group if nothing else. It'll <laughs> all be there. You? This is why I don't manage the page. I just talk about it. So. Fucking technicalities. Yeah, technicalities. We we can screw the technicalities. We'll work our way around it somehow. Um, so, um, other than that, we're going to head on out to a tune chosen by Lex, and we will come back to you with our probably very short, concise, and to the point wrap up. So thanks very much, guys, and we'll be right back to you after this tune. Yeah. In here, so don't cry to me, oh baby.
And we're back. And, and that a, was a lovely version of uh, She Wolf with Shakira. Tra la 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 lol. No, we didn't e have we didn't have that Russian jodler. Yeah, the e the emo the emo emojis I got from uh, I've been getting from Lex since uh, we talked about that has just been. Which is really odd because he shows it. You're such a shit sometimes, Chris. I love it. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you, Lex, for coming on and for talking walls with us. It was a lot of fun, and there may be. We a we do we do understand if you won't come on again. <laughs> I will blame Chris. Uh, it's easier, but um, now there's uh, there's definitely. Um, a lot to be said for the Wolves, uh, past, present, and we'll see about the future. To be fair, see what comes of them. Cause yeah, you know, they will, they will be assaulted by the Dark Angel sometime in the future, and the Thousand Sons will get their revenge almost when trying to take the Fan. Almost. Then there's some the bit of uh, the the Sex Machina, and all of a sudden the Wolves win. Yeah. That's basically it, you know. Like it always is in some Black Library books. The last 15 pages I used. Well, and then this happened, and then this happened, and this happened, and then everything was returned to normal. Yeah, exactly. Like an episode of The Simpsons. On how much. Get fired. No, it resets whenever it does. But it was awesome. Thank you very much, Lex. And hopefully we've inspired a couple of people to go out and want to put together um, Space Wolf armies. Because that would be pretty cool to see more of them. And try some try some theme ones, try some off theme ones, just go crazy um, and see what works because I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that was that was a good time. I enjoyed. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, now let's let's rattle through because you have been on the on this podcast for a while now. So let's just rattle through the important stuff. Uh, I, I, well, I just checked one thing. Oh if dear. you do want to make that unit of Lucas the Tricksters we talked about, uh, he's actually twelve pounds each. For those models. Oh, that's not too bad. Just make it a small unit, maybe, so it's you know affordable. But actually, mm. then again, we're talking about we we buy Forge World, so. Yeah, and I think that this, yeah, this finely detailed resin cast kit comes in four components. Oh, it's fine cast. Oh god. Yeah. Oh dear. Well. Um, so yeah. well, forget everything we mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> buy anything else, basically. Yeah, basically burn your burn your brains for the last of the last thirty seconds, or or whenever we mentioned it. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about the important stuff. Global campaign. It's our month. We're running the uh, the um, Oz. Or we say running. We're hosting this month on the Oz 30k um, global campaign uh, that is run between all the podcasts, which is rather awesome, and. We well, have talked about all the all. podcasts that that existed before we started the campaign this year. That's there's true. been a, quite a few starting after that. Next year is going to be interesting. We'll probably have to do you know subsectors and, and stuff. yeah. And I actually think that some people actually do believe that you should only be able to choose two podcasts to listen to. So be careful which one you choose. So yeah, um, how's it, it's going well so far? We've already talked in the in the intro. Well, about, uh, there's <laughs> been there's been on. some influence on this planet. That's uh, eleven to the loyalist and 
8 to the traitors. Come on, traitors. Sort it the heck out. Let's get some games in. And I just want to mention some of my favorite ones that's been listed in skirmish reports. Okay, go on then. Which is uh, suspect, suspected Alpha Legion defeated, and then there's a 14th Legion code and for a loyalist game. So the Alpha Legions, maybe Alpha Legions are fighting for the good guys here. Yeah. Then we just look a bit further down and there's all of a sudden is the Anchorage Combat Servitors defeated a 14th Legion army again for a loyalist game. And I'm really interested in this one. If if you who listen to this one and have done these skirmish reports, I really want to know what happened. I didn't really remember putting combat servitors in that area of the ship, so I want to know what 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 happened and what story you used to do this because I really like it because it evolves the story I wrote. So I'm interested in seeing what went on there. Give us give us an update, basically. Get in touch and give us an update of uh, what's actually gone on and let us know what it is so we, we can actually uh, see what's going on and have some fun with it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, other than that, so it sounds like everybody's cracking along. Lots of skirmish reports. Remember, battle report competition. Get it in. Get it written up. And you could be in with a chance of winning a uh, Forge World uh, Terminator or, yeah, Terminator Librarian with Demon demon hand I was about to say demon hand job but demon it technically is he's doing, doing a job of a demon with his hand yeah let's move he's on give, he's, <laughs> well he's giving a demon hand job because he looks like he's presenting a demon on his hand he we get, we're talking way too much into this let's just leave the dirtiness there and leave it hang for the moment um, and we'll, we'll worry about the rest later. <laughs> but if you'd like the chance to win a demon hand job, um, please, by all means, enter this competition and send your stuff, send your reports in to Oz30k and hook us up with some fluff because it's going to be awesome. Um, house, yeah, the night house raffle. <laughs> we need to have a look at how we're doing there. Um, yeah, we're up to eight to seven percent of the total needed for this year. Awesome. So we're kicking some serious behind on that one. Yeah. Uh, which is just can't get much better and want to do some shout outs to the guys involved um, because we've uh, we've had lots of donations through for the night raffle uh, when it comes down to it uh, and Chris you've got a list of the guys who just let's just go through the names rather than what's been donated just go through the guys who have actually um, actually donated yeah. and just give and a shout I, out and thanks to I'm them. gonna do a bit of caveat on this this is the list of people who's donated to the raffle itself not the the, the things that were donated or given away as as uh, competitions during the telethon yeah because I don't have a list of that I just want to mention it we do appreciate that, that as well but but I didn't keep track of it I don't think anyone else kept track of it so if someone wants to watch through the entire telethon and tell us Rock on. Fine. Or if you want to watch through the entire telethon because you missed it, do it as well because there were some funny moments there. There were some very awesome moments there, to be fair. Uh, well, people have donated. We have had a few a few nights donated. And that's been from uh, a few of our podcast colleagues. So we got Ryan Kimmel, uh, Jake Bussey, and uh, Jens Treff from northern heresy which is the closest one to me because he lives about 35 minutes away and then we have more um, some more knights donated one by you 
Jody, yep. isn't it so? Got even, yeah, my, put my Lancer up for the cause because it's a good cause. Yep. And uh, another Lancer from Chris Pretty from the Fallout Legion who hosted the entire telethon as well. Yeah, big shout That's out and thanks for that, Chris. And then we have uh, quite a nice larger donation, which is a Warhound Titan. Oh, yeah. Which uh, Alistair McGregor is it? Yep. I'm so bad at last names. So Alistair McGregor, which is now on Legion of Lies podcasts, and yep. he was on our podcast as well. So if you want to blame us for him, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a, have a listen to those guys. They're do some awesome stuff over there. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice guys as well. Yeah. So, but I mean, a warlord, a warhound titan, just like that. It's a really nice thing to get up for the yeah. raffle, and uh, Tom of uh, Geno Five Two will paint it. Yeah, which is going to be awesome. And he will use uh, transfers that I donated to that warrant, I think. Awesome source. And I, I do. I tell you what, I can remember a couple of other things I want to add on to that as well. Yeah. Uh, first out, a shout out to the the one, the only Mr. Methyl Henry Henry Steele from uh, MKA, um, who is doing us a nice, uh, rather awesome custom little um, set, uh, paint job on some, on a, a night related like night pilot um, piece he's putting together and shout out to uh, Max and Phil or Max and Paddy over at the Road to Tara who gave away the um, I think it was the limited copy of the Prime uh, Perturabo Primarchs novel series yeah uh, uh, even which... though uh, even though one of them Failed to be able to open the slipcase for it. Yeah, well, we. we didn't that was slightly before he was muted on the telethon. I just want to mention that for people who might watch the telethon. Uh, uh, beware, Max. Yeah, <laughs> um, very, very well, uh, very well loved. But um, I, I must admit, I was very disappointed that I didn't actually make it there and make it in time because I'd have loved to have won that. But that's just me. Yeah, but that's because you want you might favor. The, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, fair Let's enough. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much, guys. We're doing great on that. Uh, like I said earlier on, I'm going to start painting the uh, the lights up very soon. There'll be whips from me. There's more whips going up from Freddy. And uh, we've got Stuart from Miniature Realm Studios, who's also painting up one of the houses for us. He's doing the... the Malinax. Malinax, thank you very much. Yep, the Malinax household. Um, so that's rather awesome. So, yeah, we are powering on through with that. Um, and if you want, if you see some random updates on Battlefield Gothic ships or just random stuff, that's me because because yeah. random, yeah, because hobby. That's why, yeah, because hobby. Uh, Want to give a still, shout out? Oh, sorry, still, Chris, I'm just gonna say, still donate to the raffle, thirty-five dollars, and in some parts of the world, it's actually tax deductible because it's charity. Yeah, thirty-five US dollars could win you. Eight nights, or a warhound, or potentially more if you you win a second time. But I do believe we t memory serves. We take people out once they won, but I don't hold me to that. That's all, Freddy's. He's not here, you know. You mean uh, that's a great way to make sure that the night houses stay in our possession to be just take out and take people out? <clears throat> no, no. What do you say, Christopher? What do you say? I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just. I'm just reading a bit into what you're what you are saying. I'm not trying to, okay moving on moving on um, <laughs> we <laughs> so won't no, serious, kill serious. people that win the night raffle we will applaud them we do serious shout out to uh, the MKA uh, fundraiser 
which is going on as part of the um, Australian tour they're doing in October. Uh, Ten Aussie dollars going to as a, a donation drive to Soldier On. Um, puts you in with a chance of winning a custom-painted Sokar pattern Stormbird in the Legion of your choice. There's going to be a link in the show notes. Uh, there was, we'll put a link up on our Facebook page as well as a reminder. And you can basically win a very, very nicely painted um, Stormbird in your Legions or choice of colours um, once sorted. So don't forget to put your contact details on there so that they can uh, get hold of you after the event if you're lucky enough to win. Um, and then I think is, we just... Is uh, Mr. Legio allowed to participate, you think? I don't think he is. I think he, he did well enough last time. I think he is he's allowed to buy tickets, but it's a too great a risk having him participating. Yeah, he he's pretty lucky. We love you, Andrew, but the, the, you're pretty lucky, man. You yeah, got, you got game. So and uh, it's a bit suspicious to just win a large army like that, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> stop, stop staring, Chris. It's not. It's not suspicious at all. It's not it's well earned. No, no, not at all, not at all. Anyway, moving on. Um, so let's start talking events because we've got a, we've got a few events on our list. Um, so let's let's fire through them first of all. Um, should I start with the the next one, which is Scorpius? Um, so the Scorpius or Scorpius insurrection uh, is taking place the twelfth to the thirteenth of August. Um, if you are interested and want to come along, by all means, drop in and give us a shout and get get involved. Get in contact via the event uh, on Facebook. Uh, I will say, if there's anybody going from the Malmo or Skåne region in Sweden, uh, and you want to you want to go up, but uh, thinking it's too late to buy a train ticket or get that sorted, drop me a PM uh, on Facebook. I'm going to be driving up with a friend of mine, so there is room in my car, um, so we can split the fuel costs and work it out that way. So give and me a shout. Speak, speaking of that, Travis said we have updated it before, but the event has moved from uh, Skåne to Stockholm. Yeah, it is an important thing. If you haven't if you haven't caught on that, please make sure yeah, you're it's, aware. Yeah, it's it's really great because because we 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 really had to move it because venue changes and stuff like that. But it also meant that I can't go. <laughs> Sadly, we're going to miss you, Chris. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's not it's not a good thing you're not being there uh, it just means that you know even more keen for uh, Scandus when Scandus comes around yeah and I also must say that uh, I think yesterday of time of recording I put up the updated version of the Scorpius player pack yeah and that should be on the Scorpius Facebook page and that's Event important page. do make sure you go and have a read of that make sure you get up to date on the uh, the missions, what's going to be happening, and as everybody loves to bring fun armies, don't forget there are missions involved. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun, and we're going to have a blast, guys. I promise you we're going to have a fantastic time. I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Um, so yeah, we, we're going to have a good time up there. Uh, so what have we got next after that one, Chris? Well, it's the Horus Harris event at Nova Open. Which is uh, August 31 to September 3rd, and I know that a few of our American colleagues are going to the Nova Open. Yeah, I know. I know Ryan and Michael are definitely going. Yeah, uh, I know. I know, uh, I know Ryan is taking paint, paint, some painting classes, playing some Heresy, and we're really great, glad to have him back in the community. Yeah, and we he's love you. Ho he's hosting a Dark Age event, isn't he? I believe so. I I don't know much about it. I haven't caught it. I'm still going to catch up on my. Um, 
on my uh, Radio Free S fan or what's going on, but I do believe, I mean, he is moving into Dark Age with a Dark Age podcast, so if you're into yeah, that as well. They released uh, four episodes now. Awesome. Well, if you're into it, get involved. Uh, do you know the name of it, Chris? Uh, I will do as soon as I open my phone. <laughs> it's uh, called Echoes of Samaria. Well, there we are, guys. Echoes of Samaria. Go check it out. Um, I will listen to the first episode. It was quite all right. It's Ryan and people he knows. Which is awesome, because, you know, we all love Ryan's voice. So, um, which, uh, which, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, so, that is happening. Then we've got uh, already been booked out, already got a massive waiting list, has been all year, but giving a shout-out to the event Tarsus 4, uh, run by the Geno 5-2, and giving it a shout-out that... Um, Go down and have a look at what they're doing. Go and get involved. Go down to, I believe it's being held at uh, Incom Gaming, if memory serves. Um, most go, probably. Most probably, <laughs> but just to be sure. Go and take a look. Have uh, have a chat with the guys. Get to know them. Get to become part of their heresy crowd. And you know, get to see what's going on in heresy in that area. Because I think that will be absolutely oh, awesome. And if you go, uh, bring moths. 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 Trapped moths. You just want to freak him out, don't you? Yeah, Tom deserves most because he was talking about my project and then he just went, oh, fuck, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let him live with that down for a while. He, he basically <laughs> ran from a moth, so yeah. fair on, enough. On, on recording, on recording. <laughs> on recording. Awesome. They're, um, they're lovely guys and you can always ask them about uh, the... If you, if, you, if you want to, ask them about the painting progress on the, the charity raffle. Yeah. Because uh, both the boys are painting for it, and uh, we, you know, appreciate you. We appreciate. We appreciate it. Yeah, we really, really do appreciate it. It's really, really good of them for doing that. Um, and as I said, if nothing else, bottom line, bullshit and bad hobby advice. Go and talk to the boys from the Geno Five too. Um, then we have what's next up then, for, uh, Chris? Uh, well, we got a nice event that uh, Sean of Sixty Initiative is involved in. I reckon, because it's in his neck of the woods. I'm pretty sure he's That's, running it, isn't he? Uh, uh, I think he both wanted to run it uh, and being forced to run it and then being forced then wanted to play it. And then, yeah. Yep. You know, the usual, the balance between being a TO and being a player, what you want to do. But it will be a best, it will be a lovely event. And what we're talking about is Heresy in the Heartland 2. So it's a follow up from last year's event. I think it was last year. Probably. Or it might be earlier this year. It's still, it's a follow-up on the story of, of another event. Yep. And it's a narrative event, which is important. So there's really no special favors for being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no whacking here, boys. <clears throat> and it's on the 24th of September. Fair enough. So that's, that's going to be a good event to get involved in if you're in that area. And then then we round out the year with the last of our big events, the big event, Scanders 2017. Currently, there are a ridiculous number of people going. Um, there's a big waiting list. It's going to be amazeballs. Um, I'm going I, to do like, I think I'm going to do like last year and just show up, show up for one game <laughs> and then leave. Yeah, yeah, you'll be well loved. 
as long as it's not you, the podcast you, one, it's fine. You did like my dog. You must admit that you did I like did. my dog. I did. Your dog was awesome. And, and, and meeting uh, Hedvig as well was, was also awesome. So um, it's it's all good. But um, To be fair, this year I know that there won't be any group projects. <laughs> so and scheduling if, might be a bit better for you this yeah, year. Yeah, and if some fucker moves an exam to the day before Scandus this time, I'm going to punch someone. <laughs> That's legit, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. blame you. I really wouldn't but blame you. But still, Scandus, there's a lot of people going. There's yeah. a lot of fun to be had. Scandus, the night raffle will be drawn at Scandus. It'll be a live draw, yeah, at the end of the, at the, end of the event. And there is the sort of Scandus up for prize, uh, which is for the, the team who... Uh, Basically, cheat, win cheats out. the most. No, they didn't. You know, the loyalists didn't cheat last year. They just brought all the bigger toys. Yeah, um, that's that's why I'm hedging my bet, bets on a playing loyalist this year. <laughs> okay, that's what you're going for, right? Okay. Uh, and, and the fact that then I might face you in a game. For you once. might do. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm going to be playing yet. I think I might step. To be in, fair, yeah. to be fair, it's the same situation with me. Yeah, it might be more of a. But even though we might not play in the event event, we will still be playing. The podcast event. There's going to be podcast throwdown. Yeah. There's going to be a and lot of a, fun. There will be some kind of night battle. There might be Battlefield Gothic. There might be some sp- random summer tiles for fun. Yeah. Who knows? There will be. Even though we might play, not play in the main battle, we will still be playing. Yeah. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, we'll be there no matter what happens. It'll be all types of crazy and um, there. yeah always um one of us one <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll, seriously we'll these these uh, kong strong energy drinks are ridiculous <laughs> yeah yeah you're having a lot of fun down there um so or up there i should say um so yeah it's gonna basically be an awesome event all types of crazy everybody brings the big toys i'm hoping to uh run a few big toys out and play and it's just gonna be a blast so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's fair to say that we we need to quickly talk about our next episode, episode 41, where we are planning to have the most gracious and wonderful man, uh, Mr. Ryan Kimmel, will actually be joining us. And, and we... uh, if we feel up to it, we might even talk some heresy. Yeah, that's kind of the plan. Uh, we are going to be having a chat about a lot, a lot of hobbying chat. So uh, we are, we do have some lists that need reviewing. So we're probably going to have a chat with Mr. Kimmel about doing that. Yeah. And um, and this is a bit of tactics because a little bit of behind the scenes. This episode might actually be recorded and before the interview with Ryan, but released after. So we might be springing this list this list upon him. Yes. So, surprise! That way it's not, you know, yeah. naughty. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll be running uh, running those with him, and we're going to be chatting, hobbying especially, we're going to be talking a lot about, um, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about terrain, uh, because it's it's uh, something that's really important to the game, and... Uh, it's something to... that Mr. Ryan Gimmel got an impressive and awesome collection of. Yep. He's got he's got skills. He knows what he's talking about, um, and then we need to uh, we need to get that out in the world. And um, yeah, very much. Unless uh, so, and it might be a more coherent episode unless someone of us get get scared by a flittering bug. 
yeah well I'm definitely closing up all doors and windows in this case you know just to be sure because it's important um, so yeah uh, we're going to have a great time Ryan Kimmel talking about terrain talking about hobby talking about lists it's going to be a blast uh, it's going to be me and Chris um, and then like I say Brian joining us so other than that which is important to, to announce Chris is there anything else you want to say mm, I really like this cruise, battle cruiser you really like your battle cruiser there. Okay. I'm painting my Jovian currently, yeah. painting red on it. Be careful, that was an almost I like lamp situation there. Just saying. Um, but... What? <laughs> what have I missed? <laughs> it's all right. I'll tell you off air. Don't worry about it. Um, so okay. other than that, I'm going to say it's a good night from me. And me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast. Signing off. The body gets the throat, let the body get the throat.